0: Hello. Oh, I turn my Wi-Fi off. You're gonna be using Wi-Fi. Well
1: wa Wi-Fi? Sure.
2: everybody thanks for joining us rc after hours back in the studio again we're going to have an awesome show today uh, special guest maybe you guys have kind of figured it out by now we threw a few hints out there but it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to get back in the time machine and go back probably eight years and talk about all the fun times we had back in the day so what the heck let's get right into it joining me today Uh, in the great white north, which it is, again, still snowing up there. I can't believe it. I think he's going to go in the deep, dark depression, but he's joining us here again today. (laughs) Our buddy, the crazy Canadian Andre Russo. Good morning. Good morning, Andre. How are you? Good morning. I'm um, here. All right. <laughs> um, joining us in studio, as always, with a broken wing, and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, later on, is a great uh, white hunter, morning. Mike Good Morning,
0: everyone. How are you, Glad Mike? to be here. It's Good? Great. Doing okay? Yeah, I'll get through You'll it. You'll get through it? I got the drugs. I'm good. Oh, my
3: gosh. <laughs> and our yeah. drum
2: roll our special guest today finally have him in studio it's been a long time but we are doing kind of our 2 year anniversary here for for RC after hours now of course you guys know we've been doing the podcast for 5 years which is crazy but it is the 2 year anniversary of RC hours RC after hours so in studio joining us is the great Chad Capper Chad how are you Hey,
4: thank you. I'm doing fantastic.
2: And, and we just don't have you on Skype. We have you in the studio. <laughs> yes, which, I'm which is fantastic. Here. Mike had to go down and pick you up. That no, was
0: one
4: of the sti- no, oh, he didn't. I picked things Mike. Up. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's just a little more difficult. Ah, for me that bicycle. was the only yeah.
4: reason he wanted me here, really <laughs> like we <got> <laughs> so we could have a ride.
2: I see. I got gotcha. you. So it should be a great show. Uh, we got all kinds of things to talk about. Uh, we really haven't talked to you much for a long time. I mean, I know. Talk you, to you. Yeah, you know, but it's right. hey, how you doing? Blah right, blah blah. Right, you right. know that kind of thing. So we yeah, don't. Yeah, I really... saw
4: you at the uh, open house.
2: Open house. Yeah. yeah. Over at Flight Test. Yeah, you guys yeah. could
4: probably talk about that a little. Yeah. bit If you
2: wanted. Um, we can. Um, let's see. Uh, so Flight Test is actually moving. If anybody does or doesn't know, they bought the Edgewater Golf Course down mm-hmm. in. I guess it's technically Malvern or Minerva. Minerva. One Malvern. of, the M's. One of the M's. Yeah, I think it's Minerva. I think it's Minerva. Think it's Minerva. Minerva and. I haven't. I haven't been down there since they've purchased a property. I've been there
4: a number of times, actually. And, Have you? Uh, yeah, it's it's really great. I haven't not been there, and it's been probably at least four months. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, from the pictures and that that Josh showed me. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah.
2: So Josh has kind of been bugging me a little bit. He wanted me to do come down and do a little excavating work. Uh-huh. And you know, earlier in the year, I'm like, eh, it's not really. So you
4: want to Do the podcast while you're excavating?
2: No, no, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
5: Come on! That what was, was that? I don't like know that. if that
2: would work too well. Yeah. Um, so I've never been there. So I went down, looked at the property, and see what he, you know he wanted uh-huh. done. And I was blo- actually kind of blown away that for one, there's this golf course really out in the middle of nowhere, but it's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like once I got there and walked around the property and everything, I was like, wow! I was blown away how how nice it is and what. You it know, is they, really nice out yeah, there. What mm-hmm. they can do with it and the ideas he had down the road, it, you know, it really was an eye-opening experience for me because I, you know, wasn't never thought of it like that. I just thought oh, they're just going to buy a golf course and do their thing, but the ideas and everything he had, I was like, "Man, this could really no, work." No, have you
4: seen the the new offices? I did.
2: He took me through the tour, which again is really cool because it used to be an old barn mm-hmm. at one time and now they're redoing everything for the offices and the space and uh a uh, guy I work with, we took a dozer down there, and behind the building, we, we leveled everything off mm-hmm. uh, at the golf course, and so they're going to put up a stage for music and a, a little pavilion and a fire pit, and then we went across the creek and built, uh, started the first runway, so we spent all day Saturday down there doing a little excavating.
4: Sorry.
2: <laughs> Chad can't figure out his volume on his phone <laughs> I <but. laughs> thought I had it turned down, sorry. Um so uh yeah, it was uh it was pretty cool to go down there and see everything and see what they're going to do. So
4: Oh, yeah. Ryan says Malvern.
2: Malvern, okay. Malvern, Minerva. How,
1: how are we so bad I, at geography? I don't know. I don't know, it's terrible. It, it, it is yeah, it's only a few minutes away from where they have flight fest at the ferry field, so mm-hmm. it's it's you know, it won't be a huge stretch for for anybody.
4: Yeah, it's it's kind of um just out east
1: yeah uh,
2: yeah
4: now uh, you guys
0: are i know you purchased something you might want to talk about while <clears> yeah.
2: oh so what yeah. they did have they had uh oh, an open house yeah. at the Difference. at their old facility because they they are now moving into the new facility at edgewater mm-hmm. so everything mm-hmm. they had in the shop in the probably upstairs in the attic and all that storage there they got rid of and they just had an <laughs> it's easier house. to get rid of it than move it, yes
4: <laughs> i guess <laughs> Well, and there's a lot of people that really appreciate it. Have interest,
0: it. yeah, right, and and um, that stuff.
4: I met a young man that uh, R- Ryan, uh, what's his last name? Um, he is doing. Um, he he's he went and purchased like three different planes, mm-hmm. and he wants to do um like like recondition them. And oh, kind really? Of revive them? Uh-huh. So he Wants to do like old flight test revival pl- like uh, planes? Oh yeah. Right, right, yeah,
0: restoration. Restoration. Uh, yeah, With that one. Yeah, right. like the vegan.
4: Um, hold on. Yeah. Ryan Davenport. So Ryan is, so he bought three of them and then I made him an offer. I was like, well, if you want, I've got quite a few still Uh come out. You can, uh, you can fly him and, you know, do, he wants to do his, his shows or episodes or vlog or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I said, yeah, you can come out and fly some and,
3: Huh, That's cool. You, I can,
4: w- you can fix my planes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, I was
2: just amazed at how much... You know, I've been in that shop a million times and been around her, but I didn't realize how uh, much
4: stuff they had stowed uh, away. Oh, my gosh, there it was so much. It's a lot. Yeah. Man, that was it's crazy. So That's much the history. In that attic area. Right. Even the old multi-rotor stuff. Yeah. One of the original uh, bat bones that mm-hmm. was uh, a cutout I did on the laser cutter, which that was uh, cut out of G10. So right. I had, to, I had to cut it like four times to get through it. Yes. Um, I think I
2: still have some of those in a box here somewhere. Yeah, I do actually. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, you know, if you wanted some memorabilia or even just cool old stuff to hang on the wall that oh, you yeah. don't Conversational see anymore. Pieces yeah. Galore there. Right. Cause uh, I was in, had intentions of just kind of going in, going through some stuff or whatever, but I got down there to, cause Adam drain came up yeah, I and I was going to take him there. to dinner and everything. So I got in there, it was packed. I mean, just Wall to wall, you couldn't even walk around. When I drove
4: down, I couldn't, I I thought there would be like 10 cars. Yes, yes, the parking lot was packed. Yes, really, right? Yeah, packed solid.
2: So, what did you find, Chad? You said you found a couple things.
4: It was the tail of the Swede Oh, yes, for the 400th episode. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, and then the propeller from it, which David signed. No kidding. And uh, I think that wait, I think they were both from the same episode. Um, I should know that. (laughs) <laughs> but I, yeah, it, it was actually after I sold the company. So, ah, oh, uh, gotcha. I, I wasn't as intimately familiar, but I'm still watching, right, obviously.
2: Right. Oh, man, that's funny.
4: Host Gator was the episode. Host of, that's yeah. right.
2: Yes, now that you say that, Host yeah. Gator, I do remember. I had that.
0: to wear my vintage t shirt. Yes, look uh, at that vintage.
2: How old <laughs> is that t shirt, Mike? That's the very first run. Oh, I which actually love this. Patrick's
4: t-shirt. dad.
2: Oh, that's right. Patrick, my buddy, uh, Pat Humbert. That's how we met. That's right. Really? It was Pat Humbert. Well, he's the
0: one that found the show, which we'll get into in a little bit later. So his
4: father owned the company that made those shirts. No way. I
0: I never knew that. Oh, yeah. I've (laughs) met Pat a handful of times at least now. I forgot about that. You're right.
2: Oh, interesting. But
0: yeah, I wear this... This well actually this might be the second shirt because I wore a hole through the first shirt. <laughs> you wore it out. Yeah, that's that's the part hood. of the first run. Yes, so that's the very yes. first set of. He was able to update made. it for me, thankfully. With he found one or something because I was like, oh man, this Barb can't. My wife <laughs> think, can't stand it. I wear it all the time, like, especially back then. I <laughs> right. wear it every day. She's yeah. Like, Will you change your shirt, <laughs> like, but I like this well, one. You do have to wash it. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah do but, uh, <laughs> oh, it brings back memories this is this is what I remember from flight that back that's my thoughts yeah go back when it started right so did you know, we talk about Mike's arm being
4: amputated no
2: let's um <laughs> well yeah a couple of things we'll get into real quick but first yeah if anybody's watching us live on Facebook and again thank you if you are joining us live if you got any questions for Chad shoot them out there and we'll try to answer whatever what we can to. um Mike, if everybody's looking, you're one armed here. What did you do? What happened? You know, you don't have to go in great detail, but
0: obviously there's something wrong with you. Well, I, you probably know better than anyone. I don't know why you're playing like you don't know. I have no you know? nothing. I was not a part of this. I do not. know. Oh my lord! You I were think like Chris was there. Yeah, he was like the one that took me to the hospital.
3: Uh. All right, so we'll make this real brief. Uh, I, I can talk through go it, ahead. I guess, did you talk all the time. All right.
0: I'll try my run, then you add your yep. input go or ahead. whatever. Um, well, Chris, Chris has got it in his blood more than I do bow hunting, I think, at this point. Uh, mountain biking. And so he's like, and I and actually invited because I there were some nicer days on like you want to go mountain bike. I'm not going to throw him completely under the bus because I enjoyed it as well too. But I think my body doesn't partially okay.
4: under the bus is just as bad. <laughs> yeah, <So>. yeah. <laughs> I just look like I've been wheel. run over
0: pretty good. I'll say that. much. But. Anyway, so I I've been I, I do enjoy it, but my skill level and my abilities and stuff just isn't to where I, I, I want to drive things. <laughs> so, so we go to uh, Worcester, which is a local place he knew a track and I'd never been to this track. And we start riding, and I went through the first maybe half section mm-hmm. of it, and then it comes out to this enduro, enduro section. Enduro course, yeah. Course with jumps and stuff. And they're pretty – the one cliff was – I mean, I actually – we pulled up to it, looked down, and went straight down. I'm like, <laughs> eh, I don't know, you know. But I had in my mind we took a first stab at it, and I did okay. There was some jumps before that that I kind of just rolled over, yeah. you know. And so then um, he, we got into some people, and he had to stop. We couldn't commit fully to that cliff. And then we came, we got another running start, got up to the top. I did when I went over the first jump, okay. Second jump, I had more momentum and I got airborne. And then I came down on my front wheel and I was like Chinese wheeling for a while. I remember like the handlebars just shaking. And then all of a sudden, I went over the top of the handlebars and it felt like my shoulder hit a rock or uh-huh. something. It was a landfill of all things. But I had road rash. I skidded and one guy saw me. Had to be pretty comic. I wish he had, had it on video, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like well i just saw the end of it i'm like it would have been really funny to watch for sure but he's uh it's
4: funny to listen to (laughs) it
0: is now i mean once he's like he's like i don't have my normal first aid kit i usually do ski patrol and stuff but he's like i work at the worcester (laughs) hospital here and he had some antiseptic wipes and stuff they're wiping all the road rash and dirt off my elbow and stuff and then he's doing like symmetry tests on my shoulders he's like and Man, I kind of doesn't look right I kind of knew, <laughs> knew what happened because so, yeah. So I'm tell. like, Chris is like, "What well, do you want to go to? The, which hospital do you want to go to?" I'm like, "Let's go to the closest." Yeah. one. I'm, quite, I'm right in my lower lip. I'm in some pain. <laughs> and, and mind <laughs> you, we're
2: probably a good mile, mile and a half from the
4: truck, so we had to yeah. hike. Yeah, out. I
0: carried my bike out. You know, yeah. I had one good arm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like i can get them yeah
4: over 40 bones start to dislocate and break easier <laughs> yes. yes yeah yeah, for sure
0: so we get we get into the truck and he's hitting bumps not real i mean i know you were trying to avoid him but we're off road a little bit <laughs> Boom, boom, boom! I'm like oh every little move just is killing you know yeah. we get into the waiting room luckily their triage takes care of me better than other hospitals yeah they say. were pretty good and uh they got me iv'd up and then they took some x-rays of course and i'm biting my lower lip the whole time and he, uh, he looks at the x-rays and he's like, well, you got a dislocated shoulder. Yeah. And then yeah. after they look closer, they're like, there's a bone. You could see the, the bone chip. chip. I would have brought the x-rays. I left yeah. them in my wife's car. But anyways, you can see a little chip out of the top of the shoulder. Yeah. And um, so he's like, well, we're going to put you under to yeah. reset this. Because he's like, you'll be fighting it like yeah. crazy. And we can't. So they put like, I remember right before I went under, they put sheets and stuff around me. And yeah. they stretch you like strong stretch Armstrong kind mm-hmm. of and pop it back in and uh, he said I was talking when I was under and I'm like oh god what did I say that's my biggest fear because I had other procedures <laughs> where I'm under and I'm always talking when I'm under but luckily I was talking about the bad care I had at another hospital like it wasn't too bad I'm like thank god because I'm always afraid what, what it may maybe impure thoughts might be running through my head the procedure that I don't want to reveal to Eric. that's <laughs> when you need to have
4: the camera
0: running <laughs> yes. yeah. luckily I was just complaining about bad care at another yeah. hospital and then they popped it back in took another x-ray it looks like it's in but I'm at the point now we don't know if there's any tissue or ligament damage yeah. that I have to follow up with an orthopedic maybe they'll, they'll suggest MRIs I don't know I'm hoping to get in Monday to go and see good. what time frame yeah. I'm going to be out of work and you'll stuff, be
2: good but- glad you're alive yeah. <laughs> you're good so Mike will be good in a week. We'll have him back on the bicycle uh, <laughs> next week. I don't
0: think so. You know, I think, I think I have, it's up for sale. I, I think yeah. a mountain bike up for uh, sale at this nah. point. Yes. give it a few nah. weeks. We'll,
2: we'll tape that uh, shoulder right up. You're good. Because
0: so, I already good. had one episode where I thought I broke a rib. You know, so, yeah, <laughs> I hurt really bad. Too. Um. Chad,
2: I'm staring at this shirt, and we always have new listeners or people have joined us later, or maybe we're going to get into the whole story of Flight Test. We're going to go mm-hmm. back in the time machine here in a little bit. But right. Looking at this shirt with the original Flight Test logo on it. The there,
0: goblin there.
2: The gremlin. Or gremlin. Gremlin. A lot of people don't know Sorry. how you come up with this, and there's a significant... Thing with the rings and the number right. and everything. Explain all that, because a lot of people don't know this well, story. because yeah,
4: I I never. Well, I'm. I You've have told been, it before, but it. I may have told it or I may have shared pieces of it. Yes. Um, but I guess the well, first off, I I I don't I I never liked doing logos or creating logos that were on the nose, like like just really blatant and obvious. Yeah. You know, so if you're gonna have a. Um, you know, a, a a car lot, and your your logo has a car. Yes. On it, you know, and I know for marketing purposes, and that it it makes sense. But when, but but flight test was not intended to be like a marketing thing. It was a movement. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wanted it to be more symbolic. And what's funny is the names for any of the brands that I've ever created, the names really don't. The name is the obvious part. You know where the yeah the, the logos are always more symbolic. Mm-hmm. And, um, in this case, what I wanted to capture was kind of that youthful, um, you know, I, i remembered, you know, as a kid, you know, just like, just stuff like running with your arms stretched out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. pretending like you're flying, oh, and, yeah. you know, you would bank and, you know, and stuff like that. And, and I just, I wanted to capture that feeling. So I started with an image of a of a being like oh, yeah. a, you know, a creature with uh-huh. its arms stretched out and kind of running. And then I just kept refining it. And then I thought, you know, flight, okay. Okay. This is going to be a gremlin, you know, but I intentionally did not want like facial features. I didn't want it to, I wanted it to be ambiguous because I wanted anybody to relate to it. Mm-hmm. Any, you know, race, gender, yeah. anything. I uh-huh. wanted it to be more of a, a figure that represented something, not a specific person, person or human. And and the reason I wanted it to be, or I called it the gremlin, was because um, I wanted it to be mischievous. Oh. And if you watch, I mean that our, our episodes always were like we always had that element of mischievousness, <laughs> and you know of doing something. You know that's not quite right, but not horrible. you know it was always <laughs> playful yeah. um, and uh, and i I figured you know gremlins were the perfect uh, symbology of that mm-hmm. and then the um as far as like the concentric circles i I just i I love circles in in logos and and cyclic you know type of imagery. And um, for whatever reason, you know, like radio waves came to mind. Mm-hmm. And um, and some people look at it as kind of like seismic waves, like he's about to launch. Or oh, something. yeah. I never thought of that. Um, yeah. But uh, a lot of it. Uh, and then there are seven circles just because I, uh, you know, I view seven as like the perfect number. And uh, well, not the perfect number, but it was more a I either three or seven and three wasn't enough. <laughs> so I, I look at both of those as like important or interesting numbers uh seven was probably more you know based on my spiritual background you know and okay uh seven supposed to be the you know the more uh I, I don't know what it's how people refer to it but more as a uh, you know the, the perfect number mm-hmm. in in Christianity but uh but I always like threes because there's a lot of balance but again it wasn't enough <laughs> so I needed to go to seven yeah I see um but yeah so there's a lot of Symbology to it, and, and what it what it meant, but really, uh, I think the sim- simple explanation is that it represents kind of youthful mischievousness mm-hmm. um, and and potential. And I think you know those con- concentric circles kind of uh, convey a feeling of of like potential energy. So. I know it, I might be overthinking. Actually, that's the most detail I've I think ever. That's seen. really that's awesome. good. <laughs> I
2: haven't even heard all that.
4: of that. It was in my head. I don't think I've ever explained in one sitting <laughs> all awesome. of those elements. That is awesome. Um, but uh, but it's funny because even even the the riot logo, yeah. you know, has a lot of symbology to it as well. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's everything from you know, instead of eyes, it has goggles. Uh, the the three bladed um you know there right. a three bladed prop in the background symbolized the um uh, really kind of a new movement and and what that uh, where that came from was mm-hmm. Chad and Steele started using three bladed props on their quads yeah, and then the entire industry started using it. and to this day that's the standard as people mm-hmm. use three bladed props um And, you know, the the nose has the little up arrow, you know, to to symbolize upward movement. Um, You know, the it was intentionally designed to be a stencil because I always imagined it being like spray painted on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's the logos always have a lot of meaning to them. And what's funny is the names (laughs) have about one one hundredth the (laughs) thought put to them. Like Rotor riot is it was it, it, what was that called a litter, a litter a what's that called a, li- a, litter, a when the, both words start with the same letter alliteration oh, oh okay and uh so it just sounds good yeah Flight test was picked because, like, it was the domain I could find. Yeah. <laughs> like, available. Right. Now, like, did you did you want the F-L-I-T-E? Well, that was for or, the domain. Aspects. No, I wanted G-H, but it, it wasn't, wasn't available. A, I couldn't oh, get that. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I thought, well, if E-flight <laughs> can get away with misspelling it, I Yeah. Can.
2: That's so. <laughs> See now, I always thought you that you wanted the FL to be different, FLITE.
4: But I mean, it, that, it, like it, I said, okay I, I put it, this yeah. much thought into words and letters. Uh-huh. It's more, it's more the symbology of stuff. Huh. So, so I just wanted something easy to remember. Yeah. And it was available as a domain. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah,
1: and, and you know what? Now I can't write the word properly anymore. Whenever I'm doing documents, <laughs> and it's and oh, my, my auto check is so used to it now that it just does it. Oh, yeah. right. like, no, no. Really? That's funny, but
0: well, that's like DR1. It took me a while to realize till you wrote it out. It was drone. Oh yeah.
4: <laughs> now that one, I put more thought into the yeah, the actual say, name, and yeah. I, I I always loved it when people they'd be like, "Why'd you call it DR1?" Well, spell it <laughs> out. I'm gonna
2: write that down because I kind of forgot about DR1, but I want to talk about that the, uh-huh. the movie and everything. Okay, Uh man, I don't know where to go. Uh real <laughs> quick. I'm my mind is completely racing right now. Let's go before we get into the time machine and everything. Let's go to Rotor Riot for a little little bit just okay. to maybe give us an update of what's going on. Things have changed a lot, I think, over the last probably six months. They change every... I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I, I can't months. keep up with it, yeah, Chad. I really can't. Mm-hmm. So what is going on with Rotor Riot right now? How are things going? What are you doing?
0: What's, what are you working on? the quad industry. Yeah. Or some, or not yeah, working, so... Freestyle
4: so, uh, yeah, right now... <laughs> About every six months, we have some big upset. Like people just lose their minds about what something we're doing. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what: every single time, we don't see it coming. Really? Like no. Because give me, we, give me an example. Like, like what? Like Tommy dove a building oh, yes. in, in downtown Atlanta yeah. on Thanksgiving. Right. And
0: the social media. Just nobody was
4: around. Out. He had his part one of seven. Yeah. Um, like it. It was. It just. I mean, it was done safely. It was not illegal. Mm-hmm. Um. And people just lost their minds and that, you know, that's where the term ruining the hobby came from. Ah. And it, you know, so, so we got through that and then, you know, there've been a number of things. And then what, about a year after that, um, Tommy dives a a bridge in Canada Mm -hmm. and people lose their (laughs) minds again. And, you know, and it, it just, and what's funny is, uh, I just pulled up the video yesterday to look at it. Cleveland quad squad came. Came down to hang out, and um, we watched the video again because I was I was pointing out that we showed that video to like twenty like known pilots in the industry before ever releasing it, and mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Oh yeah, you know, it might be some people you know get a little yeah. feathers ruffled, but mm-hmm. yeah, it looks good, it's fine, you guys were safe, and you know." And then we release it, and at first it's very positive, and then you wake up the next day, and this wave of negativity comes in, and here and what I've noticed what happens is. When you look at something and you're kind of like, you can take it either way. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I could see it that way or I could see it this way. And it's just in a vacuum. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. But when you there's a movement of people like you read 20 comments that are negative, you start to see only the negative side of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people that don't even fully pay attention to what it is. And they only respond off the comments. Yes. So that's what happens. Yeah. So this wave of negativity just, like, envelops things. I've talked to so many people that have just emphatic, like, strong opinions about it mm-hmm. that never saw it.
2: I was going to ask you that. I bet some of them didn't even watch it. They many, just read the comments and jumped people, right in. A
4: lot of people saw the news segment, uh-huh. and that was it, uh-huh. which, of course, the news segments always pull stuff out of context. Yes. And, um, do you do you think uh, – I'm
2: just going back in time a little bit uh, – the last biggest thing that I can remember was in, when Raphael Parker Trappy did the flying in New York. Mm-hmm. That kind of blew up at the, at the time. Was it do you think this was even bigger than that?
4: Boy, I don't know. Um maybe in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I don't know. It's hard to measure. I mean, that like, was a I,
5: huge
2: deal at the time. I probably
4: not. No? I think no cuz cuz Trappy's stuff was I think that a lot of news outlets got a hold of that one where I don't even think our stuff was covered in the United States. It was mostly, it was more
2: of just an inside. Intra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So,
4: um, yeah,
2: I don't know. That's really interesting. So with the dives, whether it was the bridge thing or the, the building thing with Tommy, did you guys ever hear anything, any kind of pushback from, Oh
4: yeah. Yeah. No, we were, we were under an investigation. We were contacted. I had to have our lawyer talk to them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it was, uh, a bit of back and forth, and we cooperated fully. yeah, and you know, we did everything they had asked. and then um, just about four months ago or something they they said they were dropping it. Oh wow. yeah, so yeah, so we ended up not getting a potential what twenty five thousand dollar fine. Um, Ooh. plus, you know, whatever they, out they of Canada for yeah, I guess the rest of
2: your life, um, <laughs> damn Canadian, but, uh, <laughs> Darn it, eh? yeah. And,
4: and I hate, I'm sorry. I don't want to keep rehab. I want to, I want to honor people's, you know, concerns or questions about it. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I know a lot of people are sick of hearing about it and, but, um, that was a pivotal point for us. So we, so up to that point, Rota Riot was keep in mind people, try to overlap rotor riot and flight tests and be like, Oh, it's the Chad capper. It's the same kind of thing. And, and, um, but it's not because it's completely different starting points Mm -hmm. in the RC hobby. It hit RC has been around a hundred years. Like I mean, ridiculously long time. Um, and, uh, it depends on what you consider the inception of it, but, uh, but it had already existed and what flight test was brought about to do was make it more friendly mm-hmm. make it more approachable yes and that was the whole intent and driving force behind it because i went to you know local hobby shops and was treated like crap yes and i hated that feeling but yes. then i would get home and i work on stuff and then i work with people online and that was awesome yes. it was amazing i'm like yeah. wait why can't yeah. this feeling represent the hobby that i love so much why does why do i have to feel Gross when I leave the hobby yes. shop. Why do I have to get, <laughs> get pissed off that my wife yeah. was spoken to that way when she went in to buy me a birthday gift? You right, know? like that was the primary driving force behind flight tests, right? With Rotor Riot, it was completely different. It was here's a new movement, mm-hmm. this is like a new thing completely that shares an element of RC, yeah. like mini quads in FPV and if you look at the mini quad culture right now like what it's about is not RC it's about it's it's about like freestyle for instance it's about a bunch of guys getting together and making their art
5: mhm
4: RC wasn't art it was more skills and craft and and you know I wouldn't I wouldn't I mean, there's a, an element of performance art for like 3D planes and mm-hmm. helicopter, you know, stuff like that. But it was more a skill and craft kind of thing. Yeah. Where mini quads are definitely more artistic, and and that's I hope nobody takes that the wrong way because it's it's just different right. kinds of of people.
2: Yeah, and, and I I think it's too. It's more of a younger generation thing,
4: I, right? You know what? It appears that way, no. but it's not. It's just more. It's more alternative because mm. it's. Uh, again, you you'll get gamers, but gamers aren't necessarily young. Mm-hmm. You know, there's thirty five year old gamers. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, that's true. So it might oh. skew a little younger, mm-hmm. but it's not like mini quads are kids and RCs, yeah, old guys. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's it, it's really the the demographics are are kind of weird. And with mini quads, it's it's still evolving. Like right. it's still becoming a thing. I mean, one thing that I've noticed in Mini Quads is it's way more diverse as far as uh people like again, race, gender, mm-hmm. all of that is way more diverse in mini quads than it is RC aircraft. Um I I have I, I don't know exactly why, but it just is. Um and I wanted to make sure that we could kind of follow this movement and see what it was about. The bridge dive Became the moment where it turned from more kind of following this and seeing what it's to, be, to becoming mm-hmm. to we, we were people were looking at us like you're setting the example. So so it's it's like if you, if you imagine if you start as a documentarian and then at some point they look at you as the professor. Yeah. At, at teaching the thing that mm-hmm. you were covering and it's like, well, wait, so we had to make a decision. Do we push back and say, no, this is what we're going to be? Or do we embrace that and say, okay, if you're going to look at us as the cultural oh, leader, then we have to take that responsibly. Yeah. So we had a major shift. That's when we started quad camp. Our content started changing. Mm-hmm. We were more uh, clear about things. Like if, if it looked like we were breaking gotcha. the law, like we showed that, hey, we're not actually doing, you know, we would talk about things prior and mm-hmm. then do it. Yeah. So prior to that it looked a lot more like you know uh, rebels and hellions yeah. and, you know and all of that and then after and a lot of people have a hard time with that shift now here's what i'm starting to notice though is now that many quads have been around almost 4 years and that whole culture has been developing over 4 years you're you're starting to get the the more experienced seasoned. older seasoned mm-hmm. people are kind of a, a particular group or bunch or, you know, and we're part of that. Now, the problem that I'm seeing is, and I'm going to use this as an example because it's the perfect polarizing example, soldering. Mm-hmm. For some reason, if you even insinuate that you can get into this hobby without learning about soldering, people get pissed <laughs> off. They're like, no, you have to <laughs> learn every aspect. You have to know how to build it or you're not doing it right. And and it took me back to RC when yeah, gy- <laughs> yeah when gyros <laughs> came out mm-hmm. and you put a gyro on a plane it's cheating and you'll never learn to fly right if you, if yeah. you fly with a gyro right. you'll never and that's what we always fought against was stop telling people how to learn yeah. just inspire them to learn and so more recently that's become the bigger upset is we're digging our heels in and saying no rotor ride is going to be about inspiring people to learn we're not going to you know, badger them Mm -hmm. on having fun the way you think. Yeah. Like it needs to be, you know, yeah. So if they want to learn the wrong way and then have to go back and relearn, fine. That's on them. That's what I did. So I don't understand (laughs) if, if I'm the one that, you know, was so excited and inspired to start doing it this way. Why would I be okay with other people treating people in a way that would have made me feel bad yeah and i'm not so i don't care i don't care if we lose followers i don't care i'm not going to have a brand that Mm -hmm. stands for berating people from not learning properly
2: yeah and so we battle that on our side too with planes because there are a lot of people like us or andre not so much mike but (laughs) i'm just kidding um we have Mm -hmm. super, super busy lives. Like we're on the go, you know, we barely have time to fly or whatever. So a lot of times I just like to get a plane, pull it out of the box, charge a battery and go
5: Mm -hmm.
2: where you have the other group where they want to put on their own stickers, maybe put some paint on it, you know, do the Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, they don't like that when you get a, get a plane out of the box and the stickers are applied, the pilot figures in there, you know, there's a whole we different group. We appreciate that. More yeah. so. Uh-huh. so we battle that a lot of time. He's come, he's come out with a plane that, you know, you got four different sticker options, and Different uh, you know, paint schemes and you know, they're they're half painted and stuff like that where the guys were like, Oh, this is the best, you know. I do my well, no, I understand that. Yeah, I totally can get it. We appreciate
0: both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. we
2: appreciate both, but we get flack because we like to pull it out of the box and go. I don't okay. care what stickers are on <laughs> right, it, I just right, want right. to go fly. Yeah. So we, we run into that problem a lot. But with, that
4: that was yeah, me as well. That's how I yeah. I prefer to fly. Like I just want to go fly. Yes. <laughs> then after I'm done flying and I've crashed, then you had your then I'll go learn yeah. how to solder or whatever. Like I knew how to solder, right? But you get my point. Yes. like yes. I, I would go back and yeah. and learn these other things and learn. You how put to your
0: creative them. twist on it after you had your flying yeah, like, a lot of times. You would do other things to the plane,
4: then after that, it seemed. I think what stunted the growth of the RC hobby is you know prior to foam and and getting up so quickly and mm-hmm. easily the process was you build the stuff out of balsa sticks and you mm-hmm. put all this time yes. in the cover. Then you go out and you crash, crash it in five it. minutes. Yes. And people are just like crushed oh. and they don't want anything to do Agreed. with it after that. Agreed. So the sooner and you can get somebody having fun in the mm-hmm. air, then the more patience they will have to and go divide. back and learn these other things. But what people, I don't know why, but there's That's a whole movement true. of, of old Not old, but the original people that want to say, no, you have to do all of these steps because if you don't learn this, then you won't know how to fix it. I'm like, I don't care. Like some people will just (laughs) buy another one or pay somebody to do it. Or some people will have a friend that will do it or whatever. You you can't judge those
2: people. Like just let them have fun. I agree. 100%. Yeah.
1: Now, we and I think uh, ahead, Andre. I mm-hmm. think what it is is we all move through this hobby, you know, and it's as like Chris said, it's our available free time, it's our available passion. So it, it it's interesting to see people go through and, and uh, you know, we've all been on that journey where we started off here, we've done this, then we migrated to that. And, and I've got a feeling you'll see that as, you know, I'm going to start building stuff because I've got the time and everything and I've got the desire and I want to learn. I have the available time to learn a new skill. But other than that, it's exactly like we're all saying is, I want to grab something that's ready to go and just go mm-hmm. and, and have that release. And no, I don't need those steps in between, which is, yeah, which is really nice. Yeah. Now, when you got into the Rotor Riot, did you know this was,
2: is this something you, you knew you were getting into? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm kind of surprised. Me. Yeah. yeah. As a friend, I like what went on with the movements. And,
4: well, no, I mean, I didn't know what, I, okay, I knew it was going to be a movement. Okay. Okay. But, um, it's weird. It, it's like if... Um... What I'm trying to say
2: is the path you guys went down, uh-huh. is that something you expected or something you just kind of went into because that's the way it was going?
0: You told me you I mean, wanted more advanced pilots and stuff
4: when you well, started this. Well, two, no, it was advanced pilots. It's, it's like, well, yeah, hold on. It's okay. a, la- <laughs> a layered question. <laughs> okay. So, no, Rotor riot was always intended to represent the advanced, okay. the, the most Abilities experienced, yeah. the the equipment. you know the best of the best mm-hmm. pushing excellence like that was now in the beginning people need to understand in 2015 the term freestyle was not a thing like some people may have used the word to best describe what they were doing mm-hmm. but even in the industry if you said I'm going to fly freestyle it was kind of it, it, it wasn't quite it was just developing I think yeah. uh, drone nationals may have been the you know the first event that used the term mm-hmm. Um so it, it, it really – it wasn't a – move. even though it was a thing, yeah. like I, you know, I like to fly freestyle, it wasn't – it's hard to explain because it's hard to, to project yourself back then because now everybody knows what freestyle is and that pilots, you know, two to three to five pilots will get together in an abandoned location or mm-hmm. out in the woods or somewhere and they will kind of top one another and try to do certain tricks. Well, the tricks weren't defined, you know, any of that. So it wasn't quite yet a movement – But I knew there was something there where uh, all these racing pilots liked to have fun. Mm -hmm. And that's the vein that I was following. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you were, you know, digging for, for gold or something and you find a vein, like, you know there's something out there. But you don't know what the journey is going to be like. You yeah. don't know what it's going to look like when you get there. You just know there's something that's going to be there. And that's what I was following. And mm-hmm. I wanted to see – and I was excited to see what was going to emerge. Now, did I know what the path was going to look like or what was going to – no. Yeah. I had no clue. Like right. I – I, even if you asked me. But that's why I was drawn to it because I liked the adventure. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what was unearthed and I wanted – all I saw was here's here's a a group of people interested in R.C. that doesn't look like any group of people I've ever met in R.C. Right. And that was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to see where that went. And with and this
0: freestyle flying approach, it almost, like you said, it becomes an art form. Now that with, with the That's exactly what it is. So it's, it's
4: like, that's yeah. another
0: aspect of it that you probably didn't foresee, but now it's more artistic too, as far as video.
4: Right. I the mean, video we,
0: aspects of the yeah, PV and stuff. Like too.
4: flight videos kind of evolved as we went. So as we started to make episodes, they evolved more naturally. Cause like the first, I guess flight video was the damn episode with, With Tommy, I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, (laughs) but night really and and that was a a, but that was almost like a challenge. There was this dam, and it was kind Mm -hmm. of you know distant, and we wanted to see, and he did it with style. Yeah, but it wasn't. And then I'm trying to think of what the first like freestyle episode was. I think it might have been the um, the uh, what is that the place with all the graffiti on the coast and and oh yeah yeah sunken city. Mm -hmm. Um, might have been like the first freestyle episode that we released and. I think that was it. Um, and then after that, we're like, oh, it started to take shape. It was like, okay, this is one of our kinds of episodes. So we, we, we just kept experimenting with things. Like we did the game of quad, which is like, you know, a game of horse. Mm-hmm. You, know, that you play with yeah. basketball, but with quads. Um, so it was really, the, all of that was just fascinating to me. Like I loved following that and seeing where it would go and what it would become.
0: Yeah, I know with Tommy, it was like you said, a challenge, but at the video, you probably didn't realize how awesome the video was going to be from that challenge. No, I was, mean, I, I, I was taken away watching was, that as, as far as the, the beauty of it mm-hmm. even and the, the style of, that you did
4: that in. Well, the episode was, awesome. was shot mm-hmm. on my iPhone because it was literally a, Just oh, a last a last hey, check thing, this out. Yeah. It was like a last-minute thing. And I just saw the guys getting excited, so I made sure that I captured their faces. I couldn't see Tommy flying, so I didn't did know. No idea. Yeah, I had no idea what he was doing until I got the footage oh, afterwards. Man. Right. To me, that was and,
0: breathtaking. I don't know yeah, why, yeah. but it was that in the antenna episode too. Oh, the Duga.
4: Dive, that that yeah, was pretty yeah.
0: pretty cool. The excitement and stuff that you could portray and see on people <laughs> yeah. when they did that.
4: How do you enjoyed. How do you
2: think the original like group um, I'm losing names, but like with mm-hmm. Tommy? Steel, and, Chad, and, st- and Carlos. Yes. Mm-hmm. How do you think they changed the quad movement at that time?
4: Well, I don't think they changed. I think they- They just brought, brought awareness to evolved it? it? Evolved it, invented it. it. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know what you want to call it, yeah. but they, that's, that's and that was what I was following. Like, I wanted to capture See, the inception of that. The catalyst? Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, oh, where'd Andre go? Hang on. Um, Sorry. The, yeah, they were kind of the- I mean, at some point looking back, most people will claim that they created the movement mm-hmm. um, in a sense. There were obviously sure. people before the Just yes. 70, Metal Danny. Like yeah. there's there's a lot of people, uh, even Daniel Sandoval at X-Hover. Like there's all these people that even prior to that, it was way more kind of like underground. Mm-hmm. And then I think what Rota Riot did was unearthed it and and, and saw that. That because I consider the Roto Riot crew kind of like the second generation, like uh, the very first oh, I generation yeah. would be like Blackout. And, oh, yeah, 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 you know, right. And, and that was like the first generation of the mini quad movement. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but then, yeah, so uh, kind of the generations as I see is you got you know, uh, uh, Carlos, I think a lot of people consider the first generation, but I think he was probably the first the first one to create the kinds of videos that he did, but the actual yes. mini quad flying with stunts was already had right. existed prior to that. Right. So, and
2: that's where Carlos seen those videos and then said, wow, yeah, but
4: he was probably the one that really, he didn't take it up a notch. He took it up like 10 notches. Right. And, that, you know, so <laughs> yeah. when that happens, people, you know, take notice. Um, so, and then, uh, you know, the generation after, uh, the initial rotor riot, crew was more like uh you got johnny fpv you got ladrib you got Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think of some others um but these you know these guys came more uh, we don't want to say more in the in the spotlight Mm -hmm. you know next and then um so right now we're probably hitting about the fourth generation i think and it's weird because it's not annual. It's not like there's mm-hmm. a generation yeah. is one year or a year. And I, I don't know what the time frame is. It's more just the people and stuff. Right. You just kind, kind of feel yeah. what right. the movement is. Yeah. Um, but most recently, um, yeah, we just had, you know, uh, Kevin and Tommy both uh, branch out on mm-hmm. their own. They're going to focus more on their own brand. Right. And it doesn't mean they're not going to be on the show, even though people just take information and just run with it. Like tomorrow's episode, we have an episode with Tommy and Kevin on it, Mm -hmm. but they're they're No longer employees of the company, right? Um, it doesn't mean that they, you they always keep
0: an open door for people. That's one thing I've always noticed with you. Yeah, I, I'll think someone's gone forever, like tear to the eye. He's oh. <laughs> like, No, it's never yeah. like that. No, I mean, you, we've you had David have, on that's what I love about Rotor Riot.
4: He's it's, come back to flight You, you
0: Well, you always have welcoming arms yeah. for anyone, and I love that about you okay so what i want to know from i do i mean i know it's whatever <laughs> Just how, how I feel he'd hug
1: it. you if he had two arms uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> we
1: could all give him a big hug and make him feel better
2: from when Rhoda riot started with the original what four did you have four or four? Yes, five? okay four. Mm-hmm. to where you are now how has things changed what's different about Roto-Riot. Oh,
4: boy. Um, I think now the the model is is emerging more clearly for people, even though they think it's all changing. Like it's it's so funny because you can't change public perception. All you can do is guide it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean is they're going to go off the rails mm-hmm. and you're not going to get them back on the rails immediately. What you have. So it might it might take one week to, or one day to get them off the rails and it takes four and weeks pitch. to get them back, and and yeah. what you have to do is you just keep marching forward. You just keep on your track, and mm-hmm. eventually they'll come back. and And that's where we're at right now. Like it, it went off the tracks. So They're like, oh, you know, Tommy left, and there's no OG members, and it's you know, it's blowing up and yeah. all this stuff. It's like, no, no. Saturday Night Live does the exact same yes. model. This that's, is not a new model. Yeah, people compare it to like a boy band, mm-hmm. which is not an accurate representation because that. That's not what it is. It's an ensemble cast that's going to evolve. Mm -hmm. That was always the intent from day one. It was never, hey, you're the four guys that will be here forever. Like, I never said that. I never conveyed that to anyone. That was never the intent. It was always intended to be an evolving cast. Mm -hmm. Now, when people graduate or move on or whatever, you know, sometimes there it can be a little controversial or, you know, there can be some headbutting or, or whatever, but Saturday Night Live has the exact same thing like yeah. every time because it's very, even when your kids go off to college, like it's not, I can't speak because my son didn't go off to college, but <laughs> but I've, 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 I've experienced it <laughs> through other people enough to know <laughs> that it's difficult. Yeah, You know, like it, of course you're happy for them and you want them to continue on, but you're also sad that they're leaving. Mm-hmm. And that is a really tough dynamic, especially when people don't, Understand it Mm -hmm. or know that. Imagine if all of a sudden your your kid goes off to college, but you didn't know they were going to go to college. Yeah, like (laughs) it's much more jolting. Yeah, and um, I guess I didn't advertise it because I. It's just weird. It'd be like. Hey everybody, just to prepare you, it's yeah. an evolving cast, yeah. and someday somebody's gonna leave. Like right. that'd be a really weird episode to make. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, yeah. Nine <laughs> times out of ten, too, I would say it's always positive. It's it's well, I it, it, it it's once, negative.
4: once everything settles, like Steel is doing just fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, yeah. you know, he was the the first well, technically Carlos kind of refocused on his career and he's yeah. doing just fine. Yeah. Like, you know, and yeah. Tommy's been building his his um his own brand mm-hmm. that's why i said like doing, nine
0: eight or nine times out of ten it's all yes stingy has I mean, his own brand that it's like exceptions to m- it where there might be difficulties yeah. i would say mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: do you think well I mean you use the uh, use the, the um, Saturday Live but like I think we're so spoiled this day from an entertainment perspective that you have all these you know there's all this content you know like we, we talk about the top gear guys you know and, and I think people are, are, are they latch on to that model so yeah what you're saying is very true in that you know think they people need to be prepared for something to change right. but everybody just let they latch on to that that no this is what it is you know this yeah, is that's this what is they're four comfortable that's be, comfort zone yeah. and
0: watch Thing, yeah, well, even flight yes. test
1: has evolved, like,
0: oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it, drastically. you know,
4: and, and there's <laughs> there are people that have never that just found flight test a year ago mm-hmm. and they love hey. it for when they're
0: it watching is. it from that yeah. point on, yeah, I found, and it's like. Right. I try to relate with them and I'm like, okay, this is a whole nother generation or a group yeah. of people now
4: that's right. And, and, and I'm still set mm-hmm.
0: my ways, you know.
4: I, I think the thing that I <laughs> that I struggle with the most is when people say, um, and I struggle with flight tests because they did it with that too. It was that you know, yeah, after I David agree. left, yeah, they're like, Oh, I missed the way flight tests yes. used to be. And that's fine. You can you can miss it. You might miss your child when they were five, right. Right? It doesn't mean you don't love them now. Still, like Yeah.
0: Good it, stuff, yeah.
4: It, it's yeah, it's <laughs> such a an odd dynamic because people want to yeah. hold on to things forever I, yeah. and it's like you can't have money I think that goes forever. on
0: people's personalities in general like I more or less have that comfort zone and stuff but some people can just accept and deal with change and take all the positives from it a lot better than sometimes I can
2: yeah and I, I totally get that. It's, just, it's the same way with this show. Like, we've been doing this show it. for five years. Like, even for me, the way things are, it's kind of. You know, I know we have our fans that absolutely love it. They don't want anything to change. And even when we broke off from FT and we became RC after hours, like, we got kind of not a lot of hate, but like, mm-hmm. what's
4: going on? Why are you guys doing
2: this? Right, you know, right. that kind of thing. So,
4: yeah. And people people will create their own drama yes, and then you'll get, it'll you'll get pinned it. on you. Yes, absolutely. Um, because <laughs> what was it just, something else. just yesterday? I don't know. It's like every, every day, every week, you know, there's <laughs> something, Oh, right. I know what it was. Okay. So I, I had a, a community member call me out and say, Chad, I'm posting a flight video. If you don't post a flight video by the end of the month, I'm calling you out. You owe me a set of motors. Cause I'm going to give my stuff to this, to my friend. Yeah. And, um, and I actually, it was wonderful. It was yeah. really great. It was done tongue in cheek uh-huh. kind of just like, okay. hey, get out and fly. More or less, if I put up a flight video, oh, I don't have to pay I up. I see. I got and you. Yep. I thought that's the perfect kind of, of challenge. And you know what? I do need to fly. I haven't flown in four months. And, and you know, it has made yeah. me grumpy. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I went out and did it and I posted the video <laughs> and, you know, somebody – said asked a question and i said no i flew all those spots in one day because it was like six different locations and then they started challenging me on it and like arguing about it and i'm like i and i'm like why why do i have to prove that i flew six (laughs) spots in one day like how is that it's not impossible Um, but there was like this little bit of drama (laughs) and i'm like I didn't create that. Like Somebody I just gave factual information, and somehow people started arguing They're over it. On it. Like, oh my god! So people say, "Rota Riot starts the drama." That's how we start drama <laughs> by giving facts. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. I so know.
4: and and you I mean, can't win. How no. do you? Yeah. How do you? How do you create an argument over something like that? Why would I lie about that? Right. Like, oh, I was actually five locations (laughs) in
1: 10 days. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, who
4: cares? Yeah.
1: I wore the same clothes. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Uh I'm going to get burned on that one. (laughs) No, I mean, it's really, but people will take like one little piece of something and just take it out of context and add their whole thing. There was one clip in there. I said, yeah, that was all one day except Mm. for Under the Trampoline. That was a different day. And I'm like, but w- why does this even matter? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. why do I have yeah. to explain that? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, we we have a few listeners that it, it's kind of funny. I laugh and I, I just brush it off. Now that they complain, probably almost every show about something like detailed <laughs> That's how information, you know you're doing it right? Yeah, detailed <laughs> That's information you know right. of what we did wrong for that show. But <laughs> they love the show. Thank them? <laughs> no, it's like, "Hey, yeah, thank I do." Like, "Thanks for we Chris, appreciate." That's it. Very thanks for noticing. Of you and not yeah. thank them. Thanks for but it's just funny, flaws. like, is is that, you know, we're, we're just three average guys at work every day. you know day. what? Just, that you that you means what they I mean? care. Yeah. They, it's, seriously. Right. if They're
4: going to take the time to write a paragraph. On flaws. It, yeah. You, it might feel <laughs> awkward or, you know what I yes, mean? It I might know. be. Yeah. Like, it they, feels
0: like you're attacked, maybe. If, if I sat
4: there to, like, pick the part how you dressed and yeah. said, you know, if you, red's not your color. <laughs> right. But, you know? Right. Um, yeah. The fact that I'm taking the time to share that means that I'm concerned about it in some way. Mm -hmm. And I mean, take it as a compliment. Oh, I do now. It
2: doesn't bother me. I take everything with a grain of (laughs)
4: salt.
2: At first, it it did kind of bother me a little bit because I'd be like, well, we do it because of this. And this is why we anymore i'm like okay you know no problem well yeah
4: but take it a step further and and actually try to swallow it and say wait what are they trying because most of the time you'll find truth in it yeah oh
1: yeah. oh, oh 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 there's there's no like yeah some of the points and you know we're spitting stuff out and you know we make the occasional grammatical error. Oh, we yeah. don't say the word DJI properly. Right, DJI, yeah,
2: or DJI. What? What was my big word? St- stability. Stability.
0: Stabability? Like <laughs> that that That's my own word. You <laughs> know. I, cre- I. There's a Mike to English
4: dictionary oh, yeah.
0: out there. I mean, I just busted up gremlin yeah. with Goblin <clears throat> for crying out
4: yeah. loud. Oh, I
1: can't. I'm. Oh feel bad I'm going to write that. a dissertation I know. On I, that.
0: Somebody's going to have to argue that. It's like
1: the
5: thumbs down on
1: YouTube. YouTube, right, Chad? So, like, the first couple, you're all like, oh, man. Yeah. But then you sit there and go, wait a minute. I irked someone enough yeah. that they thump well. Down except for video. the thir- first three. Those are always automatic. Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: Those yeah, are the yeah, people yeah. that don't even watch They, don't, they yeah, hate just, you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, Chad did a video. Thumbs down. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I'm, it's like they're going to just take you out over time. Uh-huh. It's just
1: like thumbs down thumbs right. down right. but but it it helps it, it the ironic part is it means you've watched I now have a stat thank right. you you yeah. know yeah very true um but but and it does drive me crazy because it's like you don't know how much hours and time and effort actually went into create the content and you you actually rolled I mean on on some end of it you're like do I actually just go and fly for the sake of flying? Maybe take an Instagram photo and forget about shooting the video because I know on the flip end it's going to take me two hours to produce a thirty-second clip, you right. know? And you're like,
4: oh.
1: But well, I was—I was, I I was going to say
4: if there's some questions that we wanted to hit too, um, but back to your point, Andre, the—the um, the thing that I was. I always struggle with that because I'm not a good pilot. Like I'm an, a very average pilot mm-hmm. and I'll probably never be any better. And that's fine because I have fun yes. being an average pilot. Yeah. But I see no mm-hmm. point in sharing my average piloting mm. skills as far as on a video. Yeah. However, more recently, f- even though I did not see the point in it, there were a lot of people that wanted to see it. And so I went ahead and posted it. So at that point, I'm making my flight for other people, which actually was really um, kind of fulfilling. Like, it was interesting. It was kind of like a challenge. Yeah. And I love challenges. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not afraid to be, you know, Yeah, like yeah. flying a box. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love I love challenges. Jeez, yeah. and, and I love, you know, seeing if I can yeah. inspire people with yeah. mediocre flying skills, you know. And yeah. so and and I think it did. I think I've this overwhelming amount of compliments and comments and people saying that they were inspired. And that was the whole point. I figured if I could let people see that, you know, somebody that they, they watch and, you know, hopefully appreciate can put themselves out there and be a bit vulnerable and still have fun, Mm -hmm. um, and that inspires people. Then I will absolutely do it. Yeah. You know, and I don't care if people tear me apart. I mean, they do. There's there's these back channels that talk about Rotor Riot <laughs> yeah. and me and yeah. like subgroups. Like there's it's so funny because there's like one Rotor Riot group uh-huh. and there's like two dozen like hate groups. Oh wow! Like or not just hate groups, but groups that are ultra critical uh-huh. of Rotor Riot. Yeah. Actually, that's just two dozen that I know of.
2: Wow. So, um,
4: but again, you know, the, the critics prove that you're doing something of value because mm-hmm. you're not going to waste your time criticizing something over yeah. and over that yeah. you don't care about. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I mean, really, like if there's a movie that came out that I didn't like, I'm not going to make a video once a week yeah. telling you why I don't like that movie. Like right.
0: Andy Dufresne writing his letter to get the
4: library. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> that's a, a perfect analogy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: A um, few more questions he here got the we, can, we can move on uh, First Bill Decker wants to know If uh, Mike is covering up his arm Because he has a pink cast under there <laughs> Yes Bill Decker he does have a pink I'm cast I'm not using my shirt It's a hello kitty
4: cast <laughs> when, when he was out I said make sure
2: you put a pink cast no, On his arm black. and they did So yes it is definitely pink. black uh, so. Pink is for the ladies a um, few more questions, Chad, and we can move on. Uh,
0: how do I put
4: this? Oh, this sounds like a hard one. No,
2: no. it's just <laughs> uh, a, what,
0: what time are we running at? I don't, who I don't cares? Know does watch? it matter? I can't oh, drove.
2: Yeah, what does it matter? I you need another donut, donut or something? <laughs> what do you need? More coffee? What
3: do you need here, buddy? Another hit. Um,
2: we've seen the size of quads kind of go through a, a growing yep. or development. They mm-hmm. went super, super small. Now they seem to be, wh- where is that going here? Where do you see the size of quads or, or I guess I should say what, what's happening here in the, in the future? What's with technology well, think, and the size of quad? Are you, I see they're starting to get bigger again.
4: Yeah. Well, they're bigger and smaller, so it's all, it's still all over, but here, let me just start back at, <laughs> wait. So part of what, why I got interested in mini quads is yeah. because that's, that's the direction that I was, wanting to go right flight test we remember the knuckle quad and the backpack quad concept and we did an episode where we all flew through the woods yes that was already going that direction Mm -hmm. and then blackout so that was an eight inch yes yeah blackout came out with the six inch Mm -hmm. and and was it six or five i think it was six inch at the time and just blew everybody away Yeah, like what they were doing and the performance and the pilots and It was just, it just blew it all away. And I was just kind of like, well, there goes that, you know, I was like, I was hoping that we were onto something we weren't even close Close. compared to that. Um, so that's what intrigued me. So when I was interested in following that thread, that's, that's what intrigued me because I wanted to go down that path, but then, Mm -hmm. um, it had already started developing. So I wanted to follow it and see where it went. So then For some reason, I I don't know the exact transition here, but 5-inch came came into play, and Mm -hmm. 5-inch became... That's like the workhorse. So 5-inch is a staple that I don't believe is going away. Mm -hmm. That's like the perfect size for that kind of performance. Now, it might go away in the future because the 3-inch quads Mm -hmm. are... getting better. Now, it's weird because 3 years ago, 4-inch quads did exist. Yeah. But now they've refined them a little more. So now it's kind of like... You got like your 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 tiny whoop, your brushless tiny whoop two yes. inch, two and a half. I that whole micro section is is still amorphous. Yeah. Um but I think five inches here to stay, and now they're going to X class and some of the bigger ones, which right. is funny because we just called those quads. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now yeah. they call them X class. Yeah.
2: And now we're going but. from four cell, now all of a sudden to six cell.
4: Yeah, and then six cell, which I don't know how much of that is actually practical rather than just That's e- what exciting. I was citing. Yes. I mean, more more voltage is more efficient,
2: uh-huh, but I right. don't think
4: that's I, – I honestly I, – I don't know. I can't tell enough of a performance difference between mm-hmm. a low KV and a 6-cell versus a mid-KV and a 4-cell. So
1: yeah. I yeah. personally – Yeah, and the, the weight-to-power ratio kind of thing goes into play and so forth. Yeah,
4: I mean, there's such subtleties there. I think it's more – it's just like people are doing it because people did it. Yeah. It's not necessarily yeah. that everybody measure. can tell the difference. It could be, it could be 2% better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. But <laughs> Will
1: that 2% make a difference yeah, for the average. Yeah. So I don't know. this is, so this is where we, I, I love watching the quad industry. I don't think I can afford to keep up with the quad. Yes. industry yeah, because It's changing so yeah. fast and so rapidly in motors. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, no, is it Matt? Uh, Matt from flight test. Uh, I think it's mad. He uh, no, posted God. a picture. No, uh, and one of the, one of the guy, one of the guys that does their, uh, yeah, uh, you know, really brilliant pilot. But posted a picture of all these motors, and I'm like, wow. And he says they're all fine. He's just, you know, he's continuously <laughs> testing. And you're sitting here going, I'm looking at this, going, there's like a, I could build like a half a dozen bomber, four motor bombers here, you know, <laughs> right. out of planes, but. It's amazing the technology leaps that you guys are going through. Well, Mm -hmm.
4: one of the things that we're going to be focusing on, especially the bulk of this year, is kind of like that mid-range safe zone as far as you can buy this stuff and it's going to work great. Um, You know, one of it, you know, the blaster motor that we came out with, um, right now it's a $27 motor, so it's a premium motor. But you crash it, you break it, you throw it down a – off a cliff uh-huh. as long as you can get the serial number back post the photo you know you yeah. can get a replacement for I free really yes awesome. and you were so,
0: showing like the savings and stuff on those i'm trying to explain it i know right
4: so so you know when you spend 27 dollars but you don't have to worry about yeah. replacement costs now you go fly and crash and mm-hmm. you can push yourself and have fun and and learn and get better and we're trying to make it more and more affordable um So you know we're coming up with more durable equipment. We're coming up with it's the KV is a twenty four fifty because that's like that perfect like mid range sweet spot. So Mm -hmm. you get we're we're as far as like these entry points where people can enter, but it's still a good it's it's a good flying plane. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a lot like Park Zone, you know, Mm. like they you you get this because you like a scale craft, but you want to have fun with it, but it's still durable enough. It's not. You know,
0: and other than for glass block,
4: right? Yeah. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Those what insider what, joke? Yeah. yeah,
2: we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay.
4: <later>. So, uh, <laughs> but my point is, is, is yeah, we want to start focusing this year on some of these products where you can just buy these components and you know they're going to get you 80% of the way Mm. to where the pros are, Mm -hmm. you know, and that last 20%, some people will never ever close that gap and that's fine. And, you know, most people don't want to or don't ever expect to, but they want to use the stuff that can perform well. So the stuff that we're, the packages that we're starting to put together and the equipment that Mm -hmm. we want to be able to provide is going to be stuff that if you, if you put this, aircraft in you know ladrib's hands yeah it's gonna you're gonna watch that video and be like holy crap that's amazing um it, it now it might be 10 percent less than what he does on his rig Mm-hmm. but again who cares like a lot of people are never gonna get i'm so far from that point personally like <laughs> yeah. i don't even yeah. i can't even calculate it so right
2: um uh question from Michael here, and I, I can't see this happening just because of the, it's an electronic component, but any FCs or ESCs uh, coming out with warranties?
4: Uh, I'm sure we Well, actually, right now, we're doing a replacement program for electronics. Oh, so really? If you burn it, you bl- get a hot blob of solder on it, yeah. or whatever, you can replace it. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. That so, nice. And that's not just one component. Those are any components you buy from our store.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, Back to your your designs. Are you actually starting to step through? Uh, you know, if you just want that that your your normal flying quad and then maybe your race quad, and are you stepping through designs so people can say when they pick and choose from the store, you can pick something you want?
4: Yeah, we're working on it. It's it's not. Yeah. Th- there's so much because you got to understand the the industry is developing as the so company fast. is developing. Yeah. yeah so the it at this point, the latest greatest innovation is not as important as what's stable,
5: mm-hmm.
4: you know. what yes. it's, it's like the yeah, computer no, no. market. Like, I would, I yeah. remember I used to build all my own computers for my mm-hmm. production company, yes. so I would have eight, ten computers and I would be building them. I remember thinking I will gladly sacrifice performance for something that's not going to crap out next week or have a driver that's going to conflict with my mouse. Yeah. You know, like this (laughs) this kind of stuff would drive me insane. Right. (laughs) So I'm taking that same mentality to quads and Mm -hmm. saying, hey, we want to be able to sell you stuff that, you know, if you use any three of these ESCs, it's going to work with this flight controller like yeah. you're not going to have compatibility issues. And yeah, one might perform better than the other or one might have features that this guy wants that that guy doesn't. That that's fine. The the subtleties and nuances people have to sort yeah. out. But we want to be able to take most of that guesswork away and mm-hmm. first and foremost give people reliability and durability.
1: Yes. And and a a little bit of life, right, to to the purchase. I I guess that's the hard part too, Mm -hmm. is like he obviously as a as a sales operation you wanna move that, that, that product, but at the same time you do wanna provide that value for money, I'm assuming.
4: Well, the thing is, if you provide the value, the volume will be there. So it's, it's yeah, we, d- so we don't, don't have enough. to focus on the sales because as long as you're providing a great service, a great product, then the sales will yeah. always be there.
0: Yeah. That's what's bad about stability, though, is that technology keeps pushing the envelopes, trying to stay stable and still have something people want. But that's what I'm saying. Stay. We
4: can, that's cool, though. Yeah. I we know can simultaneously, simultaneously take the
0: newer parts <laughs> will still work with a stable. Mm-hmm. stable system is what you're, dri- you're driving well somewhat to there bit.
4: will be because the you know the the top end pro pilots they're always going to want like the latest greatest but you're always going to sacrifice ease of use something. and something yeah. so we we will serve both you know we will have the latest greatest innovative. stuff yeah but yeah, we that. will also have the the, the, stable. the stable durable that's cool yeah yeah right, here's a good Very question
2: cool. um Bill Decker kind of brought this that, up. triggered a in memory. Go ahead.
0: That's one thing we always talk about when we buy a plane and stuff. is like, can we still get parts? How, yeah. how long mm-hmm. down the road can you get parts? Right. It's just so frustrating. You get something and then you can't repair it, say, like a year well, and or that, two down the road. So without like, getting
4: uh, into specifics exactly how that's the spirit of what we're trying to do is address that feeling. Sure. Mm-hmm. So when somebody new gets into it, what's what are their concerns and how can those be addressed in creative ways? Because you can't always – address it the way that they might want or you think that it should be, but you can still address the overall concern. And really what it comes down to is value. Mm-hmm. I want to have the most fun with the least amount of dollars.
2: Yeah. Okay, here's my next question because Bill, Bill Decker brought this mm-hmm. up, and this is kind of cool, and we also talked to David about this a little bit because he was uh, he's kind of bringing back the Tricopter, yeah. but he's doing the long-range Tricopter. So my question is, do you see some of some bigger quads coming back that are going to be for long range where you can get out and get some good, because we, mm-hmm. we all know about DJI and what you can do with them, but there's kind of a limit of what you can do with mm-hmm. them to where you get something faster, a little racier that you can get out long range and do some really cool fluid mm-hmm. scenes with it. Do you see any of that coming yeah, it, around?
4: It, it, no, it already exists. So yeah. if you want to do that mm-hmm. most people are flying a seven inch and they'll do a, a lower KV on a, Uh, possibly a higher cell count well that is the one thing a higher cell count will get you more efficiency right so if you go to a six cell on Mm -hmm. a low kv you're going to get more efficiency but when you're the reason i'm a little confused on like the freestyle mini quads is because they're typically crashing within two minutes anyhow yes and (laughs) you're you're talking when when your normal flight time is two and a half yes you increase your efficiency by 20 percent. you're talking seconds yeah so it really doesn't make a massive difference yeah. but long range it's yeah. gonna make a big difference because it instead of flying you know ten minutes you're flying thirteen. Right. You know and, yeah. and that does make a big difference. Yeah. So uh but yeah the seven inch quads and long range mm-hmm. are already they're there's already off the yeah, they're, yeah, they're out there it's just it's not as commonplace. Yeah. And and I'm starting to see in so you have like technical flying which would be like something more like what steel would do. Yeah. You have like swoopy yes you know that's more like ladrib right you have uh you know shooting gaps and proximity Mm -hmm. and you have um long range Mm -hmm. you have um like uh what i like to do is more cruising yeah you know and and it's not long range but it's like just flying around and through things but more less aggressive i guess right um so each one of these In what I see in five years, Mm -hmm. each one of these is going to be like a whole niche all on its Mm. own. It'll be like a big niche. Yeah. You know, and for now, one of those niches will probably grow more than the other or, you know, but right now, everybody's kind of in the same room, you know? Uh, Yeah. You know, and and that's why you get a lot of like distension and Mm -hmm. infighting because you have racers mingling with artists. Yeah, and racer is yeah. competitive minded, and they're right. thinking about winning. And I don't care, you know, how stable it looks. Yeah. I just want to get through it as fast as possible to right. win. Yeah, where a freestyler is saying, no, I, I don't uh, I want even the slightest nice, bump yeah. in my footage. I want I it to be, you know, perfect. I don't want the to color myself. to be corrected, and you know, so they're just they're, it, we're starting to segment a very diverse crowd, which is going to be volatile, mm-hmm. like. I mean, you know, imagine when the first thousand people enter the room and everybody's excited about the technology. Everybody's in a good mood all the time. But after about a year. Yeah. And this group of people likes this and this group of people likes this and this group of people thinks that that group is ruining their group.
2: Yeah. Now you've
4: got all these groups and diverse people and, you know, arguing. That's where we are right now.
0: Right. Um, I keep. Well, Luckily, you, just talking luckily, about, luckily, right? luckily you no. like debating with people, so it's right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> you create all this debate. Um, I like intellectual discussion. <laughs> oh, okay. you, were, you were just, I didn't say arguing. Yeah. I said debating. You were just
2: talking about racing, so I wanted to ask <laughs> you this question. It was probably, man, I, I'm terrible at time, two years ago, probably more like three years ago. Uh-huh. You talked to me a little bit about um, racing and you know how we could structure a race and what to do. You were mm-hmm. kind of picking my brain that from was the motocross before scene. Rotor Riot was it before mm-hmm. Rotor Riot? That
4: was right when I was like, <clears throat> I may have registered the domain. Okay. Um, but that was probably spring of 2015. We were having that
2: discussion.
4: Okay. And your
2: concept at that time was renting these big venues, having these big drone races and and and. It's pretty much what DRL's is doing. Yeah. Yeah. What ha- ever
4: happened to that or why didn't that come to DRL too did f- it. <laughs> oh, they beat you to it? Is <laughs> no, that, no, no. I think they probably had the idea before me or similar time or uh-huh. whatever. Okay. Um, but that wasn't where my heart was. Like, I see. that was the best description of what I was trying to follow. Mm-hmm. And then once I realized, like, freestyle is its own thing, okay. I was like, I didn't even care about Oh, got you. Yeah. yeah.
2: Got you. Okay. So,
4: yeah, I don't, I personally, I. Racing is fun when you know the people and what's mm-hmm. going on and, and stuff. But yeah. yeah, I, I, I'm definitely more, I mean, Roto-Riot's all about freestyle. Yeah. Like yeah, it, yeah. It, it, that's the culture. That's what it is. That's mm-hmm. the, you know, that's so racing is interesting and fun and I do follow it and we sponsor racing pilots. I'll yeah. say
0: from an outsider I'm more intimidated to try to race than I would freestyle. Though. Oh, I would well, think racing's so. racing's yeah. Highly
4: competitive. Yeah. Like yeah, it's a different sort of, atmosphere. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like
0: freestyle's definitely more open to a lot sure. more people. I would think I yeah. feel more comfortable because if you mess up, it's part of your freestyle. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. It's just, I meant to do yeah, that. that it's, I mean, it's I'm like, into the wrecking. <laughs> it's yeah. like experimental filmmaking. Right. Like, well, I didn't understand what this character was. Well, it's above your head. Like you, you don't know.
2: Um, <laughs> Best place you guys went for filming. Did it have to be Chernobyl? Oh, yeah. For sure. Hands down. Oh, yeah.
4: And, you know, the, the thing that I struggle with the most is when people are like, why don't you do more episodes like Chernobyl? I'm like,
0: that's exotic. Yeah, you no, know, it's, it's, it's not. It's <laughs> the money. No, no because seriously, if
4: I have racked my brain for since we've gone, mm-hmm. I'm like, how do we? How do you beat that? How do we top that? Because we can go. Really, if we set our minds to it or decide we want to go here or mm-hmm. do that, mm-hmm. we can do it. Like, we've been just about any place we wanted yeah, to go. Right. And and we've had opportunities to go tons of places that we didn't go. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, I'll use China, for example. We went to the Great Wall of China. I thought, okay, this if something's going to top it, yeah. this will be – we went to a remote section – potentially could have died where we were because the way you had to climb this degrading part of the wall that uh-huh. was disintegrating and like we were out in the middle of nowhere in wow. china wow so it was like if you felt like <laughs> yeah. yeah it was <laughs> Excuse me. it was, it was a part. half an hour walk to the car the the car yeah then we're still in the middle of nowhere <laughs> yeah right and you got to drive another hour to Wow. A Chinese hospital. Oh, Something gosh. oh, man. Um, and we're out there. It's absolutely beautiful. It's amazing. The history, like, nothing in the yeah. United States is as old as this wall. Um, right. And our views on that episode were, were, I would say, slightly above average. And I love the episode. Uh-huh. But it's like, if you're going to put that much money, time, and effort into developing it, like, you got to have yeah. the views because.
2: And and it's not even
4: me that, like, I definitely want that many views. It's if we're going to pay for the stuff, you have to get sponsors. If you get sponsors, sponsors want a certain amount of eyeballs on their logo. So if you're like, oh, we'll only get 40,000 views, that's not enough to pay for the trip. Yes. You know, if you're getting two hundred thousand, then they'll be like, "Okay, I'll sponsor that," and you get paid. You more needed money.
0: to throw me in a gorilla suit for that episode, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> no, because <laughs> our video didn't get that
0: many.
5: I know. It was the I, people covering I, that. I
0: movie. understand. Yeah. I, uh, right. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> it really, <Yeah>. is. <laughs> so you'd probably love to have that oh, seventy man. million
2: views on your video, wouldn't
5: you?
0: That was insane. <laughs> Can you open? Is it possible to open that door? I'm yeah, getting really you're getting hot. hot. Well, I'm all wrapped up like a mummy well, over here. Hopefully, the dogs don't come in here.
2: The dogs are going to invade. I know. We'll probably be uh, infested with dogs on our laps here in a little bit. Um, man, I but, think, but really, go, let go me ahead. put it out there. Yeah, what what would top Chernobyl? That's a good question. I because really don't I've know. I've run it
4: through my head. Yeah, the only sure. other thing I could think of is the pyramids, Ooh. and that is a very there's area. a reason why you don't see drone footage at the pyramids. Yeah, that's very protected um, historic. Yeah, yeah, area. so but the thing is, I really do believe if we set in st- Could you like, go to the moon? Mind, <laughs> the yeah, that would be wild. But if we said we really want to hit pyramids, like, I believe we could pull it off one way or another. Yeah. But is it going to be worth it? And right. that's well, what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah. Um... Some of these, well, I don't know. I guess they already probably have Amazon. footage. I was going to say, no, like <laughs> some of these exotic places you go and some of the the footage you get, is it even possible to be able to sell it to somebody to use
4: for anything? Not Possibly, really. but that's where I just like to stay focused on what we do. Yeah. That's not yeah. our thing. Oh, no, I agree. You know, but
2: some, uh, it, it, I just thought some of the footage you guys do oh, get- Oh, pay
4: for the trip. Yes. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Ma- you know, actually, get a little bit of your money back. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I guess we've never- really explored it that way. Cause typically if we got to a location, there was already a sponsor and mm-hmm. you know, they, um, and I think the other thing is, is it's always so hit or miss. Yeah. Like say we decided we want to do the pyramids and then we couldn't do it. And now we've already got a commitment and all that. Like it becomes pretty tricky.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, gotcha.
5: you yeah.
2: So, all right. Well, anything else, anything else, road a riot related, any questions you have for Chad? Uh, one guy says Disney World would be cool. Go fly around Disney. World. You know World. what?
4: That, I yeah, I, I will work on that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I, pretty cool. Yeah. I think if we could do the Magic Kingdom like yeah. around the castle. Oh that would be, my gosh! Yeah, that would be pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. All you'd see is like you know plywood and everything. You'd be like, oh, it's not as impressive of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All of the behind the scenes. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. all right
1: we're gonna move on Ooh, then. you could follow space mountain <laughs> Space Mountain, <laughs> Through yeah. space oh, mountain yeah. the quad. oh my
4: gosh oh 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 no that's but see, even uh, even that you know red bmi has uh done a video in roller spain mm. was it spain or France? chasing spain, mm. where he's chasing um Coastal. a roller coaster and they have sparklers it was pretty awesome oh, wow that. yeah nice like but that's what i'm yeah. saying like there's there's so much out there it's hard to be you
1: know what what the, the next, the next anymore. Cool thing yeah. right well right. I guess I guess that's where the freestyle kind of plays into to your favor because you can find that object and you can uh, from an artistic standpoint you mm-hmm. can you can videographer that you know shoot the videographer what a, uh, you know you can present that thing in a slightly different you know, lens. Man, there, well, no, the and 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 that's. I think that's what we do. Um, It's
4: it, yeah. again, it's it's like experimental filmmaking though. There's there's no money. In yeah. it. So every time you do <laughs> that, you're paying for it out of a labor of love, because yeah. people love to. To look at it, but nobody wants to pay for it.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> so. um, another good one, but I think it'd be really tough. Uh, Chris Hugman says, uh, if you went down talk to NASA at Cape Canaveral to see if you could do any oh. flying around there.
4: That's what I was yeah. thinking,
0: like our SpaceX.
2: You got all, all
4: the like structures. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things that we're doing. So here's one of the reasons why I think Chernobyl worked out really well was because we learned a lot. So there was a big educational element. Then um, we did that in china as well some of the locations we would we would share information so i think the more educational elements we bring into it so it is still an yeah. art form mm-hmm. but while you're there you're learning about history yeah. and technology that everybody seems to love right. i love that i yeah. think that's great
0: yeah like statue of liberty <laughs> yeah <laughs> history there yeah
4: well we got you some options now yeah got you thank thinking. you got the ball rolling yeah. a little bit Magic Kingdom, Statue of Liberty, and Cape Canaveral. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Next month. All right. Next. <laughs> All in one day. Yeah. <laughs> All in
0: one day. <laughs> 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 Prove <Yep.
1: Ruben>, it. <laughs> see how tired the pilots are. We're just full, pumping a yeah. full top. Keep going, boys. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. We're going to give our
2: sponsors a quick plug uh, before we move on. I think we'll talk a little bit of rotor dr one. If anybody wants, needs to uh, hit the rest. We're definitely going to hit
0: the time machine at some point. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Fill up your coffee mug here. We're going to (laughs) continue to talk with Chad, but, um, Go check out GetFPV.com. They help bring Chad Capper in today. Please check them out. All your drone and FPV needs. Free shipping on most stores over $60. They now have DHL shipping to all over the world for our international listeners. The best thing about GetFPV is our RC After Hours discount. Go buy anything at GetFPV. doesn't matter if it's $500 or $2 or whatever. Use our discount code Hours and you receive 8% off your entire order and a couple new things they wanted us to let you guys know on: they have a new live stream every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's called Get FPV Catch Up, where they bring you the latest news in the drone world over the last week, new products, and they have an exclusive code for a few hours at an even deeper discount uh, than their normal uh, on their site. So go check out. Get FPV. Catch up Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and they're trying to do them from all over at a different location every weekend. So please go check out Get FPV. Use our discount code RCAfterHours and buy some stuff, people. Go buy some stuff from GetFPV.com. So more on that later. Uh, okay, Chad, real quick, I don't know how much we want to dive into it, but I just wanted to touch on Rotor DR1 a little bit. Sure. I don't know how much you've really talked about Rotor DR1, or that was a major project. Like that was
4: a massive, very difficult project. Here comes a dog. Probably. uh, All right. Go go go. (laughs) Probably one of the the hardest projects to date. Um, I mean, Rotor Riot's been pretty hard. Yeah. Rotor DR1 was just insanely. Intense and difficult because yeah. of the challenge. That was so. I was so naive in thinking what we could what we could accomplish. So, <laughs> the dogs are attacking. Um, no, so so for those that aren't familiar, Rotor dr One is a feature film that was created um, through community collaboration where we did a series of 10 episodes released once a week on YouTube mm-hmm. and we would release an episode. Then we would get audience feedback and discussion and then we would use that to shape the next episode. Yes. Then when all 10 episodes were done, we compiled them into a feature film and got it distributed. So it's on Amazon and Hulu and it's, it's really a like a great little film and I love it. However, it's a weird genre, you know? <laughs> yeah. And the the way that it was made definitely compromised, you know, some of the story elements. Yeah. Um, but overall, I consider it a huge success mm-hmm. in innovative filmmaking. Yes. Because we did something to a level that right. hasn't been done prior to that.
2: And I think I've had conversations with numerous other people, too. I think what you did, you know, mm-hmm. with getting the people involved, I think we are definitely gonna see that down the road. I th- honestly think you were ahead of your time on this where people were like, Yeah Well Netflix I don't know. started doing yes, it. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes.
4: Yeah. It's definitely um I think timing is a is a difficult yeah. thing. Also being being first at something like that is is very difficult people because don't know how most to take it. Yeah, most people that are first are not the most successful at yes. it. Like f- Facebook is probably the best example I like to use. Mm-hmm. Facebook is another version of MySpace. Yes. Well, MySpace has floundered and just right. kind of you Gone. know, yeah. yeah. So it's not the first that is Succeeds. the most successful yeah. at it. Yeah. They're the ones that kind of break the ice and say, "Hey, here's what something that's possible." Mm-hmm. Then other people come along, refine it, and make it you know ten, hundred times better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. Like I would, I didn't think that if I would have thought that going into it, I would have been like, "Oh wow, I don't." Yeah, I don't want to take that risk. You yeah. know, I thought we were going to change the way I, filmmaking was Right, done, right. You know, yeah. and well, who knows? Maybe maybe we did contribute to that, right. but um, just not in the way that I thought, you know. Yeah. It ended up being a a financial loss. Oh, but, really? But, oh, Even yeah. after you sold it? There we, oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, we lost a lot of money. Oh, a lot. Of money. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, wow. But... But, yeah, that's, you know, it's fine. That's the I risk mean, you
2: take, though, I guess.
4: Yeah, and it's a, it's a charming film. And, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, there were definitely, like I said, the genre was hard. It's a post-apocalyptic yeah. uh, drone film that's family-friendly. Like, it's it's yeah. such an odd, weird genre. Okay, um, so I, I guess I want
2: to ask... If you had to do it all over again, would you change anything? Are you happy with what you put out or would you go back and go, you know what? If we would maybe would have done this, change this. I mean, if
4: I did it again and I had all that knowledge, of course, I would refine the process. Mm -hmm. But that's impossible. So I'm just happy with what we ended up with. And You know, I think selfishly, the thing I'm most happy about was I got to make an amazing piece of art that will live. Yeah. You know, throughout history with my son yeah. and friends and family. right? Um, so, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. and And I'm very proud of it. And I know everybody that worked on it worked so hard and just poured themselves into it. Mm. And I got... Gained a lot of really great relationships out of it. Yeah. So I
0: can't remember the one guy's name, but Tom Nicholson was real nice the one time. Oh, I yeah. Tom, he's great. Tom but then there's the producer. other. Who is the
4: other guy? Steve Moses? Yes.
0: Yeah. I enjoyed both those characters a ton. Just <laughs> yeah. not, I only had limited exposure yeah. to well, them. Well, that's they, the thing. We had they the, were great. The crew were members were
4: also cast members. Yes. Like everybody did everything on that. It, was, it truly was about as collaborative yeah. as you can get. Right. Um, and. Mike Anthony was one of the community members that contributed the most, mm-hmm. um, and he works for QuadBox. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I didn't know. So, that. It just great group it, of people. Oh yeah, my gosh, sure. so many great people yeah. came together over that, and yeah. I just yeah. So I I don't know. I I would I wouldn't want to change anything because I wouldn't want to mess up what did come out of it.
2: Yeah. So, so I
4: guess what I was
2: kind of leading up to but i guess it's not going to happen now i was wondering down the road if we could see dr2 yeah or something yeah but that doesn't sound like dr2 doesn't spell spell (laughs) spell
4: uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) grown i don't know uh you know i i love filmmaking um i was gonna um, ask you do you miss some of that yeah 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 i mean i i Um, Because you're a huge film buff. Well, you know, if anybody doesn't know, last year I did the Roto Riot Presents Bot Grinder, and that was definitely um, that was definitely way edgier than anything I've done. You know, it's got a lot of language in it. Yeah. You know, but again, that was a reattempt at exploring a niche, Mm -hmm. and just like you know, it was it it was still that same kind of process where there wasn't an exact storyline. It was more take real people and kind of exaggerate their personalities and tell a story that's relatable and similar to real life and real relationships and all of that. So some people actually watched it and thought it was real or they thought we were trying to fake as if it was But it was shot like a movie, like it was, like I. It's weird. So I guess I'm going to take that as a compliment, right? uh, And then I'm assuming it
2: had to be pretty tough because a lot of times, and you obviously you know this, you know a lot of times when they shoot a movie, they don't shoot it in sequence. Like they'll shoot one scene here. You guys physically had to shoot a scene and then see what the audience Mm -hmm. wanted to go. Oh man, this is what we. That was the hardest part. Yeah, yeah.
4: was because we had because in filmmaking you have to set. the the filmmaking and storytelling is all about a setup and a payoff. Mm -hmm. You set it up and then you pay it off in a, in an interesting way. Like if I say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go walk the dog. And then you just see me walking the dog. It's paid off, but that's boring. (laughs) But if you see me walking the dog with, uh, you know, the lunar Rover, you know, like then you're like, Oh wow, you've paid that off in an interesting way, you know? And, um, And that's what storytelling is about. So when we're doing this, we had a structure. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like they were the community was giving input on the fundamental structure of storytelling. It was more the elements. It would would be like, um, well, does he have a gun or a knife?
5: Mm -hmm.
2: You know,
4: It's because that changes the dynamic of the scene, but it doesn't change the the fact that he's going to use this to hurt somebody. Yeah. You know, and um so it was those elements that we allowed flexibility over. Um, but it's really hard because you might you might set up the knife, Yes. And then yeah. you need to pay it off. with the, It needs to be a gun later. Right. So that, that that's where it got. rough. Reminds
0: me of Indiana Jones, a right. sword fight. And you just
4: right. <laughs>
3: there
0: went 10 minutes of content right there. You just ended up sword fight. Yeah. Do you you ever hear the story behind it? I, I think heard it was really, improvised. Yeah, well, like that he because he
2: it. was he had food poisoning. At that scene, and he was on his deathbed. and He could barely even walk. So when he got up there, and they were going to have this intricate sword fight, he could barely stand up. So they just took. He he just took the gun, and and they were like, "That's brilliant, yeah." They ran
5: with it. (laughs)
2: Took out some footage, yeah. Sure. They were like, "That works so well." They were like, "We're just going to keep it." Yeah, I did not know. Yeah, interesting little fact. All right. uh, Anything else on Rotor DR1, Andre? Did you have any questions or anything on that? No.
1: No, I think we've hashed out the copter and everything before. So Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. so now we're going to get back in the time machine. We are going to go back to when flight tests started. 2010.
0: Is it? Yeah, 2010. Well, at yeah. least my
4: footage was from shit. No, it's 2010,
0: roughly.
2: Yeah. So we touched base on it a little bit, and I got some old footage from Mike. We're going to B-roll. show a little bit. I know oh. how you love it. Have B-roll. I ever seen it? I, don't I know, know you oh, love wow. it. Oh, so, But why I'm setting <laughs> it's this up. Really... <laughs> Why we're setting this up a little bit? You you touched briefly on it a little bit. A um, why flight test started. You know your reasonings, and everything. But to so, help people out, yeah. And stuff how too. did you start the process and and go? You know what? We have to do something here because what what I do and what I see and going to the hobby shop. This is not right, and I want to help people. So how mm-hmm. did the process? go? You know, well, just just being
4: the example that I wanted to see
2: Uh-huh.
4: like the, it, it really. So let me clarify that it wasn't that I had an idea of what flight test would become. I had no idea. It, well, flight test is way bigger than I ever imagined. Right. Um, I was just trying to contribute my part. Mm-hmm. I knew that I could make videos and right. I knew that I was good at exploring topics and helping people learn mm-hmm. because I learn. I have a hard time learning. I, I have a very difficult time learning the way that other people most people learn so i take education very seriously and i also hate the idea that somebody that has a hard time learning like myself mm-hmm. might have to pay a bunch of money in order to learn mm-hmm. because if you're already struggling yeah and then you got to pay a bunch of money to learn like that's not fair if people can provide that education for free Mm -hmm. so i've always wanted to be able to provide education in a fun way that people could absorb it so when i came across bixler
2: yeah i was like oh Oh my gosh
4: yeah like he does that like he just exudes that so that's why he i mean there was no other possible selection ever like never in my mind did i ever feel that anybody would have filled that role back. yeah
0: I agree you also pointed out the fact starting out though too there was no good quality video with your production yes. well I don't want to say it's no good quality well they very limited and right. yeah, you wanted to I put agree. something out there with good quality good 100%. editing and, it, and that helps yeah. so much I think
2: so what we have here pages. Chad on oh the
3: screen uh, is some this really
0: is really <laughs> old footage <laughs> in the but, basement but the yeah. basics of this is you helping out a friend and, yeah. and that being me this is
3: Chad's like, workshop area to work on so destruction what, we, what we have here,
0: I'll set it up real quick before we watch it. Oh my this gosh. is in Chad's basement. With before, my old Sony cam, handy cam. <laughs> yes, before
2: flight test when probably you guys were just getting into it, right? Well, we got mm-hmm. in
0: about the same time roughly mm-hmm. and, and him helping me, I mean- even in this video, you're going to see I had my prop on back. Yeah, Mike I'm was
4: always my flying buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So that was I your su- your Hawks guy, right? Yeah, sky, uh, sky, uh, Surfer. sky Surfer. Sky Surfer. Sky Surfer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but we're going to play a little, little bit I yeah, still remember that to. sound. I'm like, Mike, I think your prop's on back. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, man. So
2: what we're going to show is some old it's footage a, here oh without a help,
3: hand hand-held me out. Help and help I should say. He repaired my plane fairly quick yesterday. These are some of his previous planes here hanging. Still have those
4: hanging that's
3: one of his favorites there on the top left.
4: It's an F four F Wildcat.
3: It's a World War II fighter. And then the one below is a biplane. And I think he said the motor's out of that one. Yeah, it's still in there, but it's it kinda of makes a I mean there's no
2: bench, there's no, no nothing. <laughs> there's no, you guys are sitting on no, the floor right now. But. <laughs>
4: This the bearings going bad when you when you fly it because ah. <laughs> <laughs> the prop was out of balance, too. That uh, was I. That you was still have is, that, um, but that that one up, up that there
3: in the thing. top left, he was flying that yesterday, and he's pretty pretty good at flying that one. Did oh, some stunts, you, different things with that I'll one. Take out, fly
4: again. This one, is oh, my, this was my It's ultra stick. It's yeah. a very
3: basic, I still have it. Plane. But that has a lot of flight time, you said? Yeah, and That's it flies funny. really fast. I destroyed right. the okay. fuselage at one point. Uh, let's <laughs> take this one
4: next. This, this one's...
3: Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that one in the air yet.
4: Yeah, this one's even... That um, motor was way too much than than that for one. that. Now, do you it, control them all too, with <laughs> the same
3: controller? Do you have them all with the same... Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure... This one, I'll look at this one briefly up here on the ceiling. Oh, that, was one that was my first. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, mine was close to looking like that yesterday. And he did some magical repairs. Oh, let me tell you. you. you can
4: see this one's. Kind of, oh my gosh! It's falling apart still. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know
3: if you can see. Have you the tape seen this phone.
4: footage? No.
3: <laughs> oh my! I'll be honest. Mine wasn't too far from from looking like that uh, yesterday.
4: That no, beat up. This is the Taylor Craft. I put a little note on it. I was going to a hobby shop three days a week and probably spending $300 to to $500. I spent so much money
2: yeah, first. getting it, and and I don't know if a lot of people know. If I remember correctly, you walked out. One of your first ones was a jet. Yeah, sh- oh yeah, which, which it's in, it's, it's, it's yeah, in this ahead. video. My so wife talk about me that. The, okay, yeah, yeah. Well,
4: let, let's watch. But her. I told her I wanted a jet. Right, I'm like, no, I want a jet, and which, I had not flown prior to getting that jet.
2: Oh my gosh, which it probably lasted all of right there. Ahead, it is right yeah. here. So yeah,
4: Wayne was go ahead there play for that. Right there at that point.
2: All right, so here's Chad with his jet.
4: Wait, which one is it? That's 16. That's just the tail. Oh, that's it. Yeah, oh, I see.
0: Left. <laughs> that's
2: all that's left. That's, that's We're looking at a fuselage. No, no this this is part, a, part, part of a
4: fuselage. This, this is a custom-built coin. I made it from scratch. Oh, I, I can't actually drew the components the computer. Oh, yeah. We got to show shield. Oh, this my God. So yeah, that one right there, that one. Mm-hmm that wing is completely, so I drew up, um, spars and, and uh-huh. right, what are the cross sections of the wing? And I went to a local shop that had a laser cutter really? and they cut it out for me and I assembled it and I built that wing. Wow. That was like, I and mean, now was that an F- within, FPV ship that you were trying yeah, to make that, okay. that right there is Yeah. A hold, hold a camera. All right. Um, and the camera that it held was a little cannon point and shoot. Ah, and, um, and I used that one because it, was one that would take, um, I was at the time for that particular aircraft, I was trying to get aerial photos. And it's so weird. It's so hard for people to relate now. But back then, nobody was getting aerial photos from RC aircraft. I yes. mean, very few people were. Right. Like, very, like, yeah. good luck finding one. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's everybody and their brother does it. You can do it with stuff from Best Buy and it's yes. high def. And, yes. you know, I know. When I took those photos, I have photos of my property. Uh huh. Like people were like, how did you get those photos? Because the only way you got that high of a quality of a photo from that high up was through a real, a real plane. Real plane, yes. And typically, even in a real plane, it was it could be challenging.
2: Yes, you know. Yeah, I know so, a guy that used to do that. It cut a hole in the bottom of his plane. Yeah, and had a camera in there. Yeah, go ahead and Somebody's fast forward a little. Oh,
0: go ahead and fast forward okay. a little bit. Yeah, yeah I want to go to the thing. old quad here. Oh, the gosh. original. Let's
2: see. Bring there me. it is. Let's huh. back up Play just a just minute. And if you want to talk about it, this, had uh, this, this was the, was it the bathroom towel rods? Yeah,
3: those
4: are <laughs> bathroom towel rods. Yeah, here whoop. The flight controller oh was the... Qu-
3: this is okay. Look at one this of the thing. more impressive pieces. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh the, uh,
3: Does
1: that thing actually
3: fly?
4: Yeah. I've taken the parts off because um, as you're building and refining, you, you know, you get different parts for it. So. The parts I need for it aren't in stock yet, so I'm waiting.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I definitely didn't yeah, notice much that yesterday either. Up. But Is it, it, it does have yes. –
4: it has a computer um, brain there. It's an Arduino board. It's a prototyping board, and I download the uh, – So the um, Arduino, you had to buy a special shield that would hold the um, uh, the gyros, mm-hmm. and you had to solder them on the shield and then apply the shield to the Arduino. Then you had to uh, download um, – what was it? Ardupilot? Yeah. Which was – horrible like it was so bad like <laughs> yeah. it it just and not to mention I, what I built like I, I want people to understand how important it is for all the little subtleties that everything from prop size to mm-hmm. motor size mm-hmm. to total weight to balance to all of that stuff matters and even to this date with mini quads is uh, uh, how they're performing they're still changing like the size of a stator like a half a millimeter to refine it yeah. for the next iteration. Right. Yeah. Um. Back then, we n- didn't know at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I had 12-inch props on there. Yeah. And they're slow fly props. Right. Like, so you don't know what the optimal RPM is for a quad of its size and weight. Mm-hmm. Now people know. Yeah. But back then, it was all so you had every single component was... was new, yeah, then, everything uh, was new. Everything was... You you had to figure it out.
2: out. Now, at that time, were you talking to the Swede about things? Because I know... Yes, but
4: not the quad. It was the twin The So I was talking to him And I have some of that footage, too. Yeah, we have some of that. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. Oh, nice. (laughs) Just just a little snippets, Right, right. Because, like I said, I didn't edit... Do you
0: have this fly or any quad fly? I I didn't edit anything, so it's... So we'll just take a little bit more of
4: this. Off of online, there's a website where a guy builds the program for it, and then you i mean if somebody says that know. today so to change so, the settings you're waiting on parts and stuff yet that, too. the um what's the arduino program um oh the software but yeah i had to go into the actual code and change oh. lines of code oh, to, tune. to tune. so it wasn't like you went in and changed the slider like it was a whole process just to change right something like that um Let's see. We'll go, show. Go to me,
0: flight. Well, or I want to show a little
2: bit flying. of the. Um, I would definitely. This, sh- here it is. Twin wish star. Yeah, is we can do FPV? that first if you want.
0: Yeah. I want to show a little bit. The second bit of one this. shows
4: a little bit more of what. Yeah. So this is Chad way back when FPV <laughs> right, first started. I'll
3: give you a little perspective of the plane. Of and, can
4: see it on there.
3: Yeah, I will. I'll go back. There's okay. the plane with the camera it on it. Okay
4: oh this is the one and then so, this is the said,
3: monitor system
4: i had the eagle tree system in there with yep. the gps right and uh, i'm trying to remember what all i had on it but i loved it it was amazing it was amazing. eagle tree did it had some amazing they equipment did.
3: yeah so
4: this is i think after
3: you <laughs> gives you a bird's eye it. view yeah, of everything with a live feed
4: and i flew through the gopro that's so yep.
3: cool i may take pictures of your other planes then too Brief go a little p- here. a little perspective of the plane, and
4: you can see it on there.
3: Yeah, I will. I'll go back. There's the plane with the camera on I it. I still remember that plane. Too. I still have this setup is monitor system. Great. <laughs>
4: no, had, oh, man. that right There's yeah, a the bird's eye view of everything
3: box. with a that live feed.
4: A DVD recorder, yep, and a uh. A backup power supply that powered it so I was plugged into the house but if I had to or if the power went out mm-hmm. it would still stay running mm-hmm. for another 30 minutes because it had a
2: own power, power supply, supply yeah. yeah I remember that so I thought, I just thought we'd throw that up there to yeah, take you back funny. in time a little bit and obviously this is all stuff before flight, flight test, test. Yeah. oh yeah right
0: um, speak- and good to the, the Sky Surfer, just briefly, because it's kind of funny how I was so afraid of hand launching that we actually launched it from the grass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Let I me, just wanted uh, to share that. <laughs> Mike Sky Surfer,
2: is this it here, Mike? That, Mike Flying? Maybe it's no, Mike Flying? No, it's, yeah, one of those. This one here? Oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah, let me open it. So this is one of Mike's first
3: planes, <laughs> the Sky Surfer.
0: My second flight, second ever, flight? Really. Yeah, Because it sounded like we wrecked it Okay, Alright, Let me it.
3: check everything Mike's on the controls
4: Oh we and extended and your it. ailerons Yes, Looks good. That actually helped a lot right, cracked, are, It flew
3: like crap I'm going to attempt it here. I just I think it's funny you yeah. guys are taking off the grass Hold on I'll give like, it a push Alright go ahead <laughs> It'll take a little
2: bit
4: <laughs> hey, There you are. go
2: That is hilarious.
4: Mike, you can let up on the throttle now. Yeah. (laughs) He's
2: just trying to muscle it up. Yeah, he was. Mike's always been throttle happy.
4: (laughs) Always. We're like, Mike, you got to slow that (laughs) thing
2: down a little bit. What are you doing?
4: You got to keep in mind too. At this point, I was probably only flying like a couple months. Here's (laughs) the thing. We we have a video
0: left. Of left. you flying the, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the left, Mike
4: left. Left. The, there's a I video. Know.
0: Show me the landing. Cause that's pretty, that is comical on here. This one here. It the says landing. Says Mike landing. Oh, Mike landing. Yeah.
4: Is that an actual think, video? Yeah. What are you going to say, Chris?
0: Um, I have some video here.
2: You flying the ugly stick and mm-hmm. you are literally You're rolling, I've rolling, inverted. I'm thinking Chad just started <laughs> and yeah. he's doing all this. I was pretty amazed. I should
0: say sky. Mike sky landing, landing right yeah. here.
2: All right. We'll show that real quick. That's a shorter flip, too. I think.
4: All right. A little. Yeah, there you go. Come on. I think he says Bring right. Bring
3: it towards right, us. Right. To the right. 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 <laughs> Went from right to left. Or left. All right. Left. A little. Yeah. There you go. Bring it towards us. Wait, we to the right, playing, right. 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 Right.
4: Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, wait. There you go. Oh, he got Ooh.
2: it. Oh, he landed it. <laughs>
4: on the gravel? Yeah. Was that on the gravel? <laughs> There's <laughs> all this grass. Yes. Alright, go, go to the gravel Go to the gravel Strip, and that's yeah, where we'll show
0: it. in The next one. It says Mike Land. And then, I, then I'll be done. Which one? Much. Uh, Mike
4: Landing. Where was I got
2: scared? two? I have bad footage. Mike's Sky no, Surfer.
4: Mike Landing Sky Surfer.
2: That's the one he just played. Um, Mike Flying.
0: Mike.
2: I don't see it, Mike. All right, we're skipping it. Anyway, I just wanted to show, show some... Wait, 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 what's
4: the ugly stick? Oh, you want to see one that, that one? Wrote,
2: all right. wrote
3: or, uh, hang I just, on. I, never, I haven't
2: seen any of this. I never turned my camera off, did I,
0: Andre? Sorry. Um, <laughs> right. Sorry, folks, for the listeners. That's probably a yeah. little more challenging. Great
2: radio we're doing here.
4: <laughs> oh, that's true, I didn't think of that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> got a bunch of people listening to us watch Yeah,
0: stuff. watching... Uh, that's why I didn't want to do too much with it I just wanted to share Um, ugly
4: stick is this it here?
0: ugly Uh, stick landing? yeah yeah I just
4: wanted to see what that was all right
0: oh no that's not the landing it's the regular ugly stick let's see what we got here this one you
4: actually have to land a
0: little bit you had some nice landings with this this it's not this one one. it's the other one all right where he takes off it's the one right below the last one yeah right there this one? yeah all right this is where you'll see him rolling as soon as he gets in the air
3: yeah. yeah. Oh, this is Here's impressive. the initial checks. Alright, so always do your flight check. There's the airlines. Yep. Rudder. Or the elevator. Rudder. Prop. Looks like he might be good to go. I just hey, feel ready? like
4: it's gonna nose over. <laughs> I think it does, does it? Yeah. yeah. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> that motor was yeah. so big. <laughs> it took off at like three feet. There there you did a roll.
2: Look at it. that. I mean
4: you're
3: you're rolling. <laughs> Inverted. That was so funny. I can't fly. see it in my viewfinder because of the sun. Look at that.
4: You're like just banging right. the
3: sticks back around. <laughs> well, it's very hard to video.
4: Well, he- here's what's funny. was
3: I'm sure had- it might show up. I just there, can't see it. Down a little
4: bit. I had a harder time flying beginner planes uh-huh. than I did
3: this. Really?
4: Yes, because beginner planes... Fight you. It's like they want to be upright all the uh-huh. time, and yeah. you know this was I'm like I'm having a
3: real tough time.
0: I need an it eye. Just piece. went
4: where you put it.
0: Yeah, kind like a wing. I'm just
4: keeping a zoom yeah. out, hoping so that it's in that, the frame. That just felt a lot more stable to me. Where mm-hmm. you know you get a high wing like a cub or yeah. something, and you're kind of like fighting it. Yeah. You know, they and, do yeah. rolls
0: and stuff or inverted even.
4: Right. So so you have to kind of like fly around its capabilities. Where this was further than my capabilities. So wherever I pointed is where it went. Yeah. And that that was better for me mm-hmm. to learn because then then I could start backing up and learning the subtlety. So again, that's my whole process is I need to like get to a certain point quickly. Yeah. Then I come back and refine points in between.
2: Wheel. I, I just thought yeah. it was crazy because after two months, I'm there is no way I'd be flying this Ultra stick like this. <laughs> like this. Like, no way. I, I well, don't know if I even had Warbirds at that
4: but time. Secretly, but
3: secretly, I, I didn't kind of mind, it in a well, I did I mind like crashing, not, Yeah,
4: but I kind of looked forward to reasons to rebuild a, an experiment. Oh, I see. So I would crash it, and then I would build it a little differently. Uh-huh. And and I so I, I loved getting through those iterations. Okay. So, so
0: I, I gave him plenty of wrecks to refine, too, in that
4: time. I think removing that fear Mm -hmm. of, of crashing crashing just made it so much more fun. Wow. And, that's so that's why I was like, I might crash this, but mm-hmm. one oh. when i I think a lot of times when it was on camera, I didn't care. I was like, well, at least we'll catch a crash on camera, yeah, You're and got to, and, yeah.
1: and he was twenty feet from his shop, yes, <laughs> exactly. that's
2: true too, that does make a difference
0: it does and yeah. in, yeah. in the sky surfer landing where you saw me land in the gravel there, he shows that little narrow strip of grass between the track and the, the uh-huh. lane. And he's like, well, thankfully we just put on a skid plate. <laughs> and he shows us the skid plate on the Sky oh, So I only man. had a few scratches on that landing then. Yeah. But it was pretty comical. Right um okay so thanks for sharing that yeah no that problem takes yeah, back. i thought and that would be good that, that's, thank that's, you. that's a yeah. great example where if you don't have a buddy in the in the hobby i would yeah. have never been in the air and right i can't thank you enough for, for yeah. helping me fly that's well, for sure i
4: mike was super that was awesome support he was constantly like pushing me and mm-hmm. saying you know and, and he was always giving me a a target to chase with my FPV plane. And like, it was (laughs) was awesome. It was great times. I
0: spent a lot of time at his house in that two, two years, I would say.
2: Okay. So, uh, I want you to touch briefly. I I know a lot of, we've heard the story a lot, but I know a lot of our listeners probably don't know. You come up with the concept, the flight test, and you, you actually shot at least one or two episodes. (laughs) Right. And you edit it and looked at it and go, no, it this was, isn't going to work. One, yeah. Was it well, one no, episode? no, no.
4: Okay. I take that back. So there were. They went
0: pretty smoothly, I thought, because I've watched the flight test productions. Yeah. And I couldn't imagine how many first takes just they went with it. Uh-huh. it well, it was really
4: good. I no, mean, because once we got the right team, it worked. It, it just clicked I know, and it yeah. all ama- worked. It was one take for everything. Me. It but amazed me. Leading up to that, Dave Knopp yes. would come over. Right. And so Mike was my flying buddy. Dave was more my filmmaking buddy. Mm-hmm. And Dave and I were going to. I
0: feel like I was the Swede before the Swede started. <laughs> I
4: was in his basement yeah, every, right. every weekend before yeah. the Swede lived there. <laughs> but. um. So so Dave and I experimented a lot. Like he w- he wasn't as much into the flying, yes. but he was interested in my exploration of it. So he would come over and shoot. So between Dave and Mike, they have all kinds of footage of yeah. me and my basement right. experiments and all yeah. that. And um so I there's there's still uh, somewhere uh, on the flight test channel like I I remove I didn't remove them. I just made them private. Mhm. Um of the episodes prior to flight test being flight test yes and they were just me sharing my exploration of the hobby like unofficially Mm -hmm. it was just very kind of raw yeah um and then i wanted to go take it to the next level and dave and i tried to host something yes but i just didn't have i was the expert but Uh, i was only in it for a few months yeah And then Dave was the one I was teaching. So then once we swapped out Josh Bixler for me and Joshua Scott for Dave, it was way better.
2: So I I want you to go through just briefly like after that happened, you realized this wasn't going to work. Were you just like, were you looking for somebody or did it come naturally? Like somebody told you about Josh or did you, how how did that come about? No, I was
4: definitely looking for somebody. Okay. Um, Then Eric Monroe. Yes. I'm pretty certain he was the one. Well, okay, so a friend of mine, Benjamin Payne, mm-hmm. is a mutual friend of Eric Monroe and I. he I don't remember at what point in all of this he introduced me to Eric. Then from Eric introduced me to Josh Bixler. Uh-huh. Then Michael Caminetti, who was hired to do the shooting, which he shot the first episode that never got finished with, right. with Dave Knopp and I. Um he recommended Josh Scott, who's my cousin. Right. Which is funny that Michael recommended my cousin. Yeah, you know that I didn't think, think of. of. Yeah, um, <laughs> that
0: is funny. But,
4: but then he even joked. He's like, "Wouldn't it be funny to have Josh and Josh? Yeah, like two yeah. two guys named Josh." And I was like, "Yeah, that is funny." And but I, I was like, "Will it even go anywhere? You yeah, know, we'll we'll just." So I had him over and we shot. I think we either shot two, definitely two, maybe three episodes like the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole plan was we'll release these one a week Yeah, and see how it goes. goes. And if it's just, you know, it, it falls flat, then that'll be it. And we tried something and great, Yeah, but it, no, it took off immediately. Right away. Like people, all kinds of people contact us after the very first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we we had the hobby king sponsorship within 2 weeks yes i do remember that so yeah. it, it moved along pretty quickly right i'll that. tell
0: you something i i didn't see a lot of i'm i'm sure it was out there but the air to air footage mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. seem to like to me oh, it I, seemed like you guys were the lead on that for some reason i don't i'm not saying it well, was as far as, but that just that took RC to another level as far as appreciating it on video like yeah. that. I yeah, mean, the, the, we saw so many videos where everything was oh, in a yeah. distance. It's, right, a dive, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like you can't see the performance yeah. and the beauty of the aircraft. And mm-hmm. you took it to that level and I'm like, wow. I do awesome. think
4: that was one thing that, that we, really we awesome. did that yeah, nobody else was doing, especially not that people didn't shoot any air to air I'm sure sure there's something out there but we put it into a whole format right you know where they're talking about the plane reviewing it Mm -hmm. you know and then you get to see it from that perspective to be
0: in the fluid of air like that it's like oh man that is so awesome so it's
4: almost like yeah that that was what I looked forward to every episode was I was the chase plane yeah you know so and I I loved it
2: yeah um I forget where I was going to go with that now okay so Bixler comes on, Josh Scott comes on, and Mike. I thought you already knew this story, but obviously, my buddy Pat Humbert. We were into flying, and we'd you know again, we'd sit around, we'd we'd uh, talk about planes and you know we're always trying to look at footage on youtube and it was just like horrible you know right. the people didn't know how to hold their cameras or it was shaky and andre probably went through the whole thing being a video editor like what are these people doing you know andre you had to watch some of these videos and go they're they're horrible nauseating. yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and you know they just it didn't flow what it didn't work and we used to talk about man it'd be great we didn't know what we were doing but we were like right. we were like great if if we could just put something together or, you know, we always talked about it and not, nothing ever went. And then Pat says, hey, I was at the house and I was on YouTube and I found this flight test people. And he goes, they're down in the far." And I'm like, <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> so we watched the, the F4F Wildcat video uh-huh. and I was just like, We've got to get a hold of these guys because that was (laughs) totally amazing. Uh It was funny. Like we laughed, you Uh know, the stuff Josh was saying and the questions the other Josh was at. I mean, it was just it was entertaining, but yet informal and good quality right and we're like we and just you feel like you're part of the group yes it exactly like this is something we've been wanting to do like forever so mm-hmm. somehow i don't even know how but we contact you i don't know if it was through rc groups or somehow i, I kind
4: of think it was rc groups
2: i think so yeah and you were like hey do you have anything that flies at night and I'm like, well, by chance we did. And they're like, well, we're shooting a night episode. Bring everything down. So we did. And we yeah. went down. I Was that the second or third episode? That in- was the
4: second shoot. Second shoot. Okay. But it was probably the third or fourth episode. Yeah. And it's called Nightfly. It's still right. up. I mean, yeah. Actually, I don't even think it has, like, tons of views. I think it might have, like, 40,000 views or uh-huh. something. But that was – that night, like, that shoot was such a just – an amazing feeling mm-hmm. because that's what made it real. Like the fact that like we had like, like fans contact us and, uh-huh. and like want to be part of us, I was like, that's weird. Yeah. But it was awesome. Weird. yeah. Like it was like, cause like on that. so now I'm used to it. Now I'm used to like people reaching out and wanting to fly with us. Both flight tests were right. Mm-hmm. But at the time I'm like, who are these people? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, right. yeah. You know, are they, like, are yeah. Are they crazy? Even
0: you, for example, he's like, why is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like everybody I mean, was, was kind of so like weirded, but still it. having
4: fun. Yeah, And I agree. after that, I was just like, oh my gosh, if this is a sample of what this hobby can bring, this mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Yeah. Because once I got over the, like, the you weren't factor. a crazy guy yeah. or anything, <laughs> right. like, I was like, oh my gosh, just like random dude showed up and we had a blast. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to do this every week.
2: Right. <laughs> Like, and our problem was at that time, Pat was the only one I could talk to about RC. Mm-hmm. So all week, you know, you're on the forums reading about something, or a new plane would come out, and I'm at home and I'm all excited, and Pat's at work. And I'm like, well, I can't go talk to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What do I do here? Right. And, and to find more people yeah, with that had the same, yeah, yeah, it was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. So we, we, you know. And then we, Wayne got in. It, Actually, yeah.
4: so Wayne. The hand launched the F sixteen when I obliterated. It. <laughs> oh, so wow. he was there for that. Your yeah. jaws
2: had to be like, oh, like he's oh, probably like, gosh. this is not for me. You know, yeah.
4: <laughs> you know, I'm trying. To, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember if there's actually. F- I like never saw footage, footage
0: of that. I of know.
4: that, or if I just if it was like a dream. <laughs> It sounds like like a nightmare. I have this mind's image of footage from inside the house when we were out there. And I'm trying to remember if I dreamt that or if it's real. (laughs) But I need to see if I can find it if it is real. Oh, my
2: gosh. Um, So anyway, most people know about flight tests. I'm just going to jump into some uh, questions. Uh, First Mm -hmm. of all, though, Eddie Black wanted to know, who thought up first about using dollar tree foam to make airplanes?
4: Oh, that was Josh.
2: Yeah, that's why yeah. He, yeah. yeah,
4: Josh he he had a So Josh, here's what's funny. He talked about scratch building often, mm-hmm. you know, during and and I was not I don't I it's not that I wasn't interested, but the the whole thing of scratch building, like I I, I laser cut my own spar yeah. and you know, did all right. that. So I I loved building something from nothing mm-hmm. but this kind of scratch building that he talked about i was just i don't know i was just not
2: yeah interested I get in it. it
4: right then we did the ft flyer episode yeah and i was like this oh is my. amazing yeah. <laughs> i'm like this is so i was kind of like turned off to it until i actually did it and, and then it was part of the it. ft flyer i still have my original one wow that i I loved I flew that probably more hours on that thing than just about any plane other mm-hmm. than the Twin Star.
5: Yeah. Um,
4: but I was like, I, every time I found like a new genre of flight, like mm-hmm. Warbirds, yeah. Scratch Building, FPV, like each one I would like obsess about for like three months. And then I would go to like the next yeah. niche. And yeah. um, but I always came back to FPV. Like that was always. Yes. That thing. was big on. But list. Josh, it was completely. All the foam board, the Mm -hmm. scratch building—that was all him.
2: Yeah, funny thing—you're talking about FPV. This triggered a memory. We were talking to Ian from Hobby King, and Mm -hmm. we were somehow we got an FPV. One of his favorite FPV planes was the old EPP FPV plane, oh, yeah, I and that. he still has it. And I said, "Oh my gosh, we had a few of those at flight test, and that was one of our absolute favorite planes." Mm-hmm. You guys would get that thing in the it put a ten thousand ugly as hell. It was but, ugly, but, but you for, guys loved it at the time. That FPV, was our utility workhorse. Yes,
4: like if we needed to put anything up in the air FPV, that was it. Was like it was just like the utilitarian workhorse, the ugliest plane. Oh, I right, thought they were hideous. ever. Yeah, but. It had tons of power and yep. would carry anything. anything. Yeah. It, the one time, remember we were doing the package exchange? That yes. was an episode that never got released because yes. we never finished it. We right. spent tens of thousands of hours on it, it yes. felt like. Um, and the one time, I it was it me or David ran into Josh. Da- he Dave. was flying it, yeah. and the the tail twisted yes. like 45 degrees. Right. Yep. And Josh was like, it's flying a little funny. <laughs> yes. and it comes down and the tail is <laughs> right. like turned 45 degrees. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And that's so key to him because he 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 never he trims planes. In, yeah. yeah, like that's just normal for him because he never flies. <laughs> He's like trim, the trim is off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can deal with this. Right. <laughs> he would hand you the remote and nothing would be trimmed. He just he I would know. figure it out and just go <laughs> with it the whole flight. Right. like
2: Wow. Um, he is quite a pilot. Uh, let's see. I wanted to touch base a little bit, uh, and again, I don't know how much you want to get into, or how much you want to talk about, but flight test. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing. I do want to talk about. So, like you said, it, within two weeks, Hobby came or Hobby, Hobby King. King came mm-hmm. on board and started sending you stuff and sponsoring the episodes. But mm-hmm. I think, too, you quickly realize when you get a, a sponsorship like that, you were kind of stuck on certain things you could do and what you couldn't do, correct? Well, no, the they tried. Yeah, they
4: tried. <clears throat> no, we pissed them off a few times. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. But that was – I was up front. I was like, mm-hmm. we'll only take sponsorships if we can do what, what we, we, we want to do. Yeah, yeah. And they they agreed to that. Mm-hmm. until about a year and a half later they're like no we want exclusive we just want our products on yeah. the show and we want exclusivity on mm-hmm. the show and I was like well no you'll like I might consider it if you want to pay more Yeah, and they're like no they actually wanted to pay less and yeah. I was like how does, how that, does work? that work yeah. and they're like because the, if you don't do it we won't sponsor you anymore and so I was like okay well then and I did talk to Josh about it yeah. and I said listen You know, I I don't want to make a decision like this without you because it obviously impacts your future. He wanted to make this his career. Yes. And I was like, if we step away from this, we're starting over. Mm -hmm. And Josh amazingly backed me up. He's like, if you think that's the best decision. Right. Let's do it. And Mm -hmm. we did it. And we stepped away and lost all of our income. Right. And. Had to start over.
2: Yeah. Now, was that at the point where you guys started, you know, buying the laser Kits cutters? And and- so
4: I had the laser cutter at that point, but mm-hmm. the 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 reason I bought the laser cutter was because we made a bunch of money that first year off yeah. of our content. Yeah. And I had to reinvest it or pay taxes on yes. it or something. So I was like, I'm I'm going to buy a laser cutter. Why? Because it's
0: it reinvests into your.
4: Well, yeah, you but it, it was something. like, you helped me move yeah, it into I don't the remember. I remember it was in
0: a garage. It was yeah. massive.
4: It was even bigger than, I mean, I, you take dimensions and yeah. check the weight, but when it shows up, you're <laughs> like, a beast. holy crap, <laughs> yeah. this is like three that. quarters of a car. Yeah,
0: yeah. the exhaust you know? system and yeah. everything. I mean,
4: it, it was a just for a hobby? Yeah. You know, it's right. just like, oh, it's, you know, some people buy 3D printers. I yeah. bought a freaking laser, laser cutter. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I had no idea how we were going to use it. That I just reminds like, a I quick, knew we would. Reminds me yeah.
0: of a quick story. So he's doing some trial things with it. And yeah. And we got the idea. I'm like, I, we went, we went to laser cut everything yeah. around yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I throw, kind of I throw my belt. I'm like, here, laser cut yeah. it. Whatever you want to do with it. He laser cuts it. And I realized later, I we've done it up the logo yeah, in oh, okay. the, uh, the Gremlin, logo, Gremlin yeah. logo and everything and it said flight test real cool where you had it all centered everything looked perfect I gotta put it on it's and it's upside, upside down. down I have to put my belt on like a woman from the left <laughs> <laughs> so for like two years I put my belt on wrong oh, I'm like this hilarious. is too cool do you still oh, have it? it? yeah I do uh, okay.
4: <laughs> does it fit still? Yeah. <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny because now it's like if I put on a belt. I'm like, which I'm like, which, what way, do you call? Is yeah, which yeah. way? I can go either way now. Yeah. It's like a, a switch hitter on the baseball team, I guess. Yeah. But oh my gosh!
2: Um, and here a little bit, we're going to get into episodes a little bit and mm-hmm. talk about some of the favorites. But I wanted you to touch a little bit on, you know, I I can't even my my mind and time. I'm all I can't over the place. You know, flight tests have been around for a while. You end up getting the facility here in North Canton. You're you're building planes. You're selling plane Your own There's planes so much and everything. To and, and the company's growing like crazy. But there is a point where, and I don't, you know, want to go into too much detail. I want you to talk about it. things change. Maybe you want to start going a different direction or whatever, and you decide to sell flight tests or mm-hmm. get out of it. So I just want you how much you want to divulge on you know, the reasons why, or did you have another direction or what you wanted to go yeah, from there? So,
4: so, okay. So I mentioned, you know, that we, we stepped away from the sponsorship. So the, the way that we had, um, developed to support ourselves was through the, the, the scratch store. building yeah. and and creating, you know, Josh's designs on mm-hmm. the, on the foam board planes and selling the kits. And that ended up Completely replacing the sponsorship money um, and exceeding that. Yeah. So that became the new business model, and by that point, I was pretty burnt out on my previous career as a video yes. production, yeah. and I just, you know, any creative venture like my, you know, my first real company, Stone Cap, and yep. then Flight Test, and then mm-hmm. Rotor Riot. It's an evolution. Like yes. you, do, you can't work with highly creative people and not have. Uh, differences replenishment well that too but but it's it's a revolving door like Mm -hmm. pretty much three years is kind of the the term Mm -hmm. and what i mean is if somebody works on something and their primary role is as a creative Mm -hmm. you get about three years before they get burnout yeah or they they shift focus or or get interested in something else so either you evolve with that company and change your role with the company Mm -hmm. or you move on and that's what happened. So at Stonecap, we were at that turnover and I was like, it was probably about our third generation of creatives. And I was like, I don't want to build the fourth. Like, I don't want to start building another team um, at Stonecap. I'm like, I just, I can't, I can't yeah. take it anymore. I'm mm-hmm. burnout. I mm-hmm. just don't want to, I want to, I love flight tests. I love what we're doing here. I want to focus all of my energy in that direction. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's what we started doing, and it was right around the time that Flight Test was getting its its own feet yes. under it, and mm-hmm. I think that created some ripples, mm-hmm. you know, within, because we had two companies, and we were kind of merging them, yes. so the, the people that were staying with Stone Cap were going to be merged with Flight Test, and so that kind of rocked that whole world, mm-hmm. and it, it, I think in business, you know, we oftentimes will make, a lot of assumptions of what people are okay with. And, yeah. that, and, and it just, it, it, it created some ripples yeah. is the best way to put it. And so at that time, um, one of the solutions that we had without going into all the yeah. details, right. one of the solutions we had was I could sell the company, which would allow Josh to step into the leadership role. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the total leadership role and allow me to, you know, get compensated. So I'm not responsible because it, it, at some point it was, is it Josh's direction or my direction? And it's not like they were massively different. It's just like, wait, am I responsible in control or are you responsible Mm -hmm. in control? And, and quite frankly, I'm a creative as well. Like I, I evolve and I like to, and I, I wanted to do my movie. Yeah. So, um, so even though I loved flight tests, love flight tests very much, it. I knew that its best future would be to keep Josh at the helm, mm-hmm. and so um, we found a solution to be able to sell the company, put him at the helm, and I was able to move on and continue doing other things right. while staying s- connected to flight tests, but more as a, I don't know, a, a community member. Yeah, you know, and uh, and that's yeah, that's how it worked out. Mm-hmm.
2: So I guess quick question is wh- what do you think of flight Test now what they've done and where they're oh, going
4: I, like I said earlier it's become way more than I ever imagined mm-hmm. um, I think it's phenomenal like very how many people get to start something that becomes a massive movement you Yeah. Know? Right. and um, you know I don't want to take credit for what it has blossomed to be because I think when I sold it it was under no when I sold it it was right around a hundred thousand Subscribers. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I remember because I had just gotten the the, the play plat- button. Yeah. Um, but from a hundred thousand to half a million. Yeah. You know, right. so four hundred thousand subscribers was after I sold it. Mm-hmm. So that growth is phenomenal. And I, to me, there's how do you how how can you be more proud of of something that somebody took and ex- yeah. made like,
2: it expand and grow? Yeah. 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 I mean, just.
4: Uh, exponentially, you, where weird. I
0: saw the grow—I mean, was fl- the first Flight Fest. Mm-hmm. My jaw dropped and mm-hmm. I saw the Me people oh, I agree. everywhere like that. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, this—they're definitely touching a lot of people's right. lives with yeah. with their video content."
5: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Okay, I'm going to throw you
2: under—not under the bus, on the spot a little bit. Maybe right. I should give you a heads up, but no, I, I not uh, Um, I want to talk a little bit about episodes. Okay, mm-hmm. so for one. What was one episode that you worked on that maybe took a lot of time and you thought was just going to be absolutely phenomenal that turned out to be, like, not a hit or, like, a dud? Was there one?
4: Yes. Oh, multiple. Multiple. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I remember one of them, and I don't remember if it was more my idea or David's, but we both worked on it. I'm trying to – oh, I'm, I'm sorry if I forget names, but it was one where he told the story – And we like he told the story and we showed the footage and he kind of talked about how he what was it the Mustang. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember. But David and I thought, wow, this really hits the nail on the head. He's going to talk through all the details of this stuff. Yeah. And we did it. And it just like fell flat. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's that's one of them. And boy, I know there are at least a dozen. um,
0: But you put a lot of effort into that one. A lot of time and yeah, stuff to give yeah. that kind of detail. And then I have nothing to show but I, for it.
4: I'm trying to think of some. Oh, I know there there are others. Um, I'm just kind of drawing a blank. While you're
0: thinking about that, one I just came across looking at my old footage and I still enjoyed it. And I wasn't even at the shoot. A lot up. of times I was in the background at the shoots mm-hmm. just watching and enjoying mm-hmm. being part of the group a little yeah. bit. Um, but one I cut came across, and it's one of my favorites. I saved and downloaded on my computer was the foul flyer. Oh, everybody! I get a yeah, kick yeah. out of that bird. Yes.
5: <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I mean it might be a little morbid, but I get the total humor out of yeah. that, and I just I enjoyed that episode so much. It's one of the earlier ones, I think. But that that's one I, I just. Thought of and it's I just enjoy watch and like I said I w- unfortunately I wasn't even there that day yeah. a lot of these I got to see in person. Oh, like I the can ber- remember the ber- that flyer. Yeah, one, I, remember I can being remember
2: in pulling in the driveway and there's this turkey scene. You were at that shoot. That, <laughs> what
0: oh, the hell are gosh. you
2: guys doing here? <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: like, had the little scarf on the oh, yeah. pilot. <laughs> and first I'm I was dying. like, this thing I don't even think la- is going to la- get off the ground. I was laughing so hard that aerial oh, footage of him with the sticks.
4: Yeah. Okay, I got it. I know. I know which one. Okay. The flight test Flying in the Wind. Okay. That was uh, where we had the F6 F- F- Hellcat out in California and we had Corey Feldman on the show. Oh, geez. Oh, I, I remember that, that now. Okay. Yes. So w- my favorite movie of all time is Stand By Me. Yeah. And we had the chance to have Corey Feldman right. on
2: the show and I just. And didn't realize what a wacka job he was well, probably at the time.
4: I, well, you know, I, I figured, you know, people are eccentric and that's yeah, fine. Right. But. But I just I was so thrilled. I'm like I get to meet somebody See. in my favorite movie of all time, and he gets to be on my show. Yeah, and it was kind of funny. Cause Josh Scott he has this line yeah. in the episode. It's I mean he just it, it's always improv, right? You know, like we don't have a script or anything, right? But he's he's like when we had to reposition, he's like, here here, Corey, stand by me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like really, and so Corey's like, like, "Oh, that's funny. Yeah, to think of that right. yourself? Like, yeah. like it was." I and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, episode. that's gold!" Like this whole thing. I was like, "We're in California. Yeah. Just what are the odds of being able to get him on the show and come right. out and do this? Yeah. And, and like we released it, it and like nobody cared. Wow. Like and it, it like we got criticized for it yeah. because because. He wasn't
0: you could see his lack of it he wasn't in it into too. the
4: hobby like right. he was You're
0: forcing it. he
4: was like a passerby yeah. interested kind of yeah and so we took some lessons from that and realized mm-hmm. like let's not feature people that aren't genuinely yes. interested, interested. Yeah. yeah however I just thought it was interesting to take. In the- Somebody that, that you liked and yeah, yeah and that, Watching that inspired me in some it's way, like, in a different way, and mashed that together with production and my hobby, and yeah. I just put like all my favorite stuff together and thought, oh, it'll <laughs> I mean, be magical.
2: So there's yeah. been no interest in going out sure, with right. Caitlyn Jenner flying helicopters.
4: Well, no, we don't <laughs> do helicopters. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, actually, at it, some point they probably. I mean, it'd be much more beneficial to work with someone interested. Oh in yeah, hobby, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
4: Well, we wanted to have back then. It was Bruce Jefferson on it, the show. Yes, but yeah, yeah we just never had him.
0: Somebody but, else was big into RC, and I can't remember who it was. That's pretty famous. I can't remember. Um,
1: start. let's see. Juan Pablo Montoya. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's yes. true. Race.
2: Yeah, that was. A, that's partner. a good one, Andre.
1: But
0: there was somebody else I was thinking of, I think. Um, Uh, I'll think of it later. um, How about?
2: uh, Here's a good one, Chad. Mm -hmm. The most dangerous.
0: Bauer. Bauer. Bauer, uh, From the Indians pitcher. Oh, Oh, Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer Uh, flies quietly. Oh, that's right. He's the one that cut his finger. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see it then. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Most dangerous episode chad where you thought maybe this isn't something oh. that we should I, I know what it is but <laughs> but go ahead well
4: i mean there there's been a couple there's a couple I think. but yeah. clearly one stands above and it's not an actual episode it's on the gremlin channel. yes yes and it's where we tried to lift the p47 with a, 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 a y6 yes and I'm like, and holding, you're holding it's a Y6 it. with, yeah. what, 12 inch blades? Yes. And I'm holding it and David's starting to take off and this thing is just like, as I let go, it just goes wild oh and like God. comes at me. Right. And Josh Bixler He was so Scott, nervous. Look, they're like, terrified. He tried to, it's so funny, after the first attempt yes. he's like, well, thanks for trying yes. you know, he <laughs> yeah. like yeah. tries to close the episode right. and we just keep going. Right. And I was just like, I that, remember to, to this that. date
2: Looking back, I look it. back,
4: and yeah, in certain light, it's yeah. horrifying, but in another, we know everybody's okay, so yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah, so right. yeah, but yeah, we I think that was one of those that afterwards were like, yeah, we can't set right. that kind of example. Yes. Yeah, but I still laugh my head off. Oh, on. that oh, is yeah. funny.
2: How about another one? Do you got another one? Another dangerous one? Yeah, I have one um, in my mind. So. Well,
4: the hundred mile an hour one was kind of dangerous uh. because. I'm out there with oh the with a gun with the, and the thing's coming at head, <laughs> head, yeah, it's head flying on flying at your head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so we built a foamy to fly 100 miles an right. hour, and I'm I'm out there with a radar gun head on to get your yeah. best yeah. reading. You know. <laughs> Wait, who? There was one when we were shooting a test. I don't remember if it actually made it in the episode. I don't think it did. It was the funjet, and I was shooting. I had the radar gun, uh-huh. and David was flying it at me. Yeah. And it went right over my head, hit the ground and disintegrated. I remember that. Yes. And he's like, yeah, it it locked out. And I'm like, why didn't you say something? <laughs> right. It's like, I locked up. Like, I didn't yeah, know what to say. Promise, and I'm like, yeah. so it, when it was flying at it me, he had no up. control. Oh, right.
0: my gosh. So yeah.
4: that wasn't. I don't what was, that, was it? What was the craft? I didn't hear. That was the FunJet was... Ultra. Okay, yes. So it's the more stiff. Foam, uh, we
2: like... just sold. I just yeah. sold mine. Yeah, oh, the man. Gray, I would have bought it. Would really? Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. The FunJets were awesome. He couldn't get rid of it at the No, Really? He sold it two years in a row would finally sold it. I still Uh, have a brand new Twin Star in the box. No way! Really?
2: FPV, I assume. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You love that thing, absolutely. I I still have my
4: original. David (laughs) wrecked it, though. (laughs)
2: David. Uh, And I've told this story a hundred times, but my most memorable, uh, famous, dangerous episode was the plate glass window one. Oh,
4: yeah. I guess
2: that was to me that was crazy because. I show up and Chad's like, "See this giant plate glass window that was sitting in his garage." And I'm in, you know, flip flops. I think you're in flip flops. Like, we're gonna carry this thing all the way out around the corner, hang it up on this rickety scaffolding, and then I'm just like, "You're oh, my joking, shoulder. right?" And Chad's like, looking at me like, "All oh, serious, like, no, we're gonna fly a plane through this thing." Like you gotta be kidding me! Flip flop, oh yeah,
4: and <laughs> no, the whole time I just kept thinking we're that's gonna drop gonna this thing gonna be in half. Yeah. Right now. Oh. yeah, I just, I think I was just always so into what we were doing that certain things like that just kind of went over my head. I was like. I was so focused on we're gonna put this piece of glass up on scaffolding. Yes, this and
2: huge the, piece of glass. And I, all I kept thinking was these shards of glass <laughs> when this plane was it was just. Gonna, I'm like,
4: well, then just step back. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he does. You, you know, here's Josh. How far? Yeah, you know? here's How
2: Josh Scott. He's got all this
0: armor on and goggles. You know, because he's he he's right
2: here. Yeah. On. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. But I mean, it turned he, out he great is so
0: quick quick-witted and and his comments and stuff i don't he was really good for that chaos and you know we have this old old wing with a drill bit
4: hanging out the front of it you know (laughs) it was a masonry bit masonry bit yeah
2: that's what it was so i don't know why i remember that oh it was just crazy that day but okay last probably last question because we're like way past two hours here oh wow
4: favorite episode of all time uh, again, I have a bunch. Um, it's hard to pick. Top three, maybe? Top three? Yeah. Um, and it depends on my mood, too. And and the other thing is there's some on the Gremlin channel that are my favorite moments but aren't officially an episode. Like, th- let me tell you probably the one that I remember was the greatest feeling. It wasn't an episode, but it's on the Gremlin channel. And it's David and I flying wings in, like, 40-mile-an-hour wind. mm you, I think I remember that. If you look at the horizon, was, like tornadoes are coming. Was
2: that the with the wing and the storm coming? Right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, I remember that. I mean, yep. it was probably my wife is like Chad. What? Or get in. We need to go <laughs> to the basement. And David and I are out like on top of a mountain.
0: Turns. They're like on top of a hill. Yeah, you know? <laughs> flying wing.
4: <laughs> it was the best, most amazing moment of my entire career. Wow. So th- personally, oh, I thought meeting
0: <laughs> me was. Oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> personally, that was that was my favorite moment yeah um but as far as like a finished episode i mean there are a bunch i mean one of them is the um boy i really liked the one where we we dropped the um the The, pins into the target yeah yeah, like we we had these little uh state the flat like the flag yes yes. bundled and we
2: would dive that was another dangerous one i'm like you gotta what (laughs) Going to drop these sharp,
4: pointy metal
2: rods for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's his little flags, flags. Yeah, that I are remember. on a
1: metal
4: I stake. Saw the yeah, yeah, but, the, but the, it was like wire. It was like flight wire. That would or go
2: right yeah. through the top of your skull. <laughs> all, yeah. That's right.
4: But the, that was fun. <laughs> that um, was fun. <laughs> we had. Uh, I, I love the the fox episode out in the desert mm-hmm. where we set up to do this review of the, um, the fox. What was it? It's Cla- the, uh, the fox hotliner. Yes. And it crashes within like the first 10 seconds there like, goes your episode. or just like the whole yeah. episode's done. And then watching Josh and Josh, I'm just like, keep rolling, yep. keep rolling. Yeah. And they're like, well, uh, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I just, I like anything that has like those like really genuine, real moments, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Nightfly episode. Yeah. And just that nice.
0: is so hard for any – any people. I don't know how actors do it. I give them credit because when that camera starts rolling, it's like at least me, your personality, everything changes to keep that real yeah. feeling of what people are feeling and stuff. It's mm-hmm. not something you can act. And, yeah. and he even pointed that out to me numerous times. Like I was just like, how – it's like when the camera starts rolling, everything do do changes. It? Nothing it's very hard to keep genuine yeah. i don't know i mean you find those people that can do it well, yeah. josh scott and i won wait
4: but. real quick there's yeah. a couple more so, All right, yeah. one flying the bat Bone, where josh david and i flew the bat Bone mm-hmm. in the abandoned building oh yeah yeah like yeah. that that was amazing um we have the um oh there was another what one. about
0: the space one
4: well, that never ended up being a flight test episode. Uh, that was true, David's
0: episode. True, but you probably—I can imagine that was. I oh, have tons of footage because it was well, I mean, supposed fun. to be the a flight fun. test. Episode. I think the fun factor Absolutely. It was there. Well,
4: but. fun and frustrating. <laughs> yeah, when it got caught. Like in that tree. one was driving <laughs> 80 miles an hour to chop down a tree on a stranger's property and convince them that hey, let us chop your tree down. Like, that and then you cut the fun. wrong one down. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna to have to take another. Yeah, we, we check had it. to
4: practically beg him to let us cut the tree down because to get it, yeah. and then we cut the wrong. tree. Oh
2: my gosh! <laughs>
0: oh man! So you yeah. I cut you off yet you another. No, favorite. there, there were
4: just there's so many. I mean, the brick plane yeah, flying yeah. That, the brick. You
0: could hear me um, laughing at that when they did that last roll without yeah, the brick in it, and yeah. it, it just. Right, yard darted right into the ground or on darted. It yeah. was like, oh my, I was you could hear it just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was me laughing. I could tell my um, way. We Mike Finley brought
2: things. up a good one that I kind of forgot about uh-huh. but it was probably maybe the first time you guys got crap for the show was the Angry Swordsman.
4: <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was going to come yeah. up. Yeah. I mean,
2: when we did that episode, we we were like this is, cr- this is cool. This was great. But you guys kind of got some flack for that for destroying
4: a perfectly good plane so that was a lesson definitely learned um now okay so what happened was we took a perfectly good plane and we had a swordsman slice it in half but not so to me i was like i'm looking at the cost of to feed you guys and to pay the crew and to do all this stuff and we chop a 60 dollar plane right yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's nothing compared to, to the, the cost the of the episode. Of, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. But that's not how people saw it. Yes. They just saw a perfectly good plane <laughs> get destroyed for no good reason. Right. So after that was, but to me, I what was fun was I did a little article of re rebuilding re, yes. it, and then yes. I I emphasized the scars. So I glued it back together, and then I took like the way I painted it, I gave it scars, you know, like these burnt scars, like it went through battle. Yes. And that was so to me, that's taking something, doing something original and unique and then making something even more interesting out of it. So to me, $60 for all of that is an amazing investment. Right. But that's not how people saw it. you know, they saw it as we just destroyed a plane. Right. And so I had to. That was an evolution step right there. Just yeah. saying, hey, how do we go from here?
2: Yeah. Right. Wow. Geez, guys. Uh, we're coming up on two and a half hours here. That's it crazy. It went quick, high. didn't yeah. it? Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: Um, I think we'll wrap this up. Chad, you're more than welcome anytime. Come back. We could Thanks. go on for hours and hours and hours um, and hours. And I
0: don't want to rehash too much old stuff, but go back and where those files were. There's a f- three pictures I wanted to show. Oh, quick. yes. <laughs> All right.
4: The, the Bigfoot pictures
0: oh there's pictures in here yeah so people,
4: right, I know on. people don't believe Mike yeah when he says that was me as Bigfoot yeah okay uh,
2: um yeah. Bigfoot pictures oh I'm at the wrong one here hang on uh yeah, oh right here three, first three okay there. So oh, my God. God. Wait, let me put that on the big screen here so people can actually oh see gosh. Mike Coolins in the Bigfoot suit in the
0: flesh. Now, wait,
4: show the other one because it's even more fun. Okay, hang on. This,
0: yeah, the other one was me rolling in the briar. So something. I was like,
4: like it, no, it needs to look oh, real. You're sorry. too clean. So I'm like, Mike, roll around in the glass. Oh, this one here? Yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh! So
0: it's all like I had briars in my butt and everything. I'm trying to get this suit all dirty. You and have stuff. to get it Looked like I lived in the woods clean. most of my life.
2: Oh my gosh! That is hilarious! <laughs> wow! Oh,
0: God. I love
2: it! I love it!
0: Oh my gosh! What
2: that has come? It's just crazy what that.
0: And then the other one was just a picture of the the suit itself, like on the box, which you have. I have the box. So. Yeah, so.
2: That's cool. Oh my god, that's funny. At least he had those pictures. Yeah,
4: that's good. Well, thank you guys for. Yeah, helping.
2: no problem. Uh, real quick again, just uh, want to thank Get FPV for bringing Chad in here. Please go mm-hmm. check them out. Use our discount code RCAfterHours Hours to get ten per, or I'm sorry, eight percent off your entire order. Free shipping on almost all orders, and they sh- same day shipping. It's on your doorstep in a couple days. Uh, DHL shipping for all their international orders. You guys have been fantastic buying products off of GetFPV.com, all your drone and FPV needs. And they want you to go check out their new live stream every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time called Get FPV Catch-Up, where they go catch up on all the news in the drone world over the last week, new products and everything else. And they also throw out an exclusive code for a few hours at a deeper discount than normal. And they all try to do that every week at a different location. So go check out Get FPV Catch-Up and go to GetFPV.com. Use our RC After Hours code and buy something, people. Go check them out. Before um, we go,
0: I want to thank you, too, for setting up my simulator to do some. Oh, yeah, some heli fine. fine. Yep, yep. Nice. Once I get my other hand in. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, can't wait. Andre, do, do, we, do we want to uh, talk about the gift
2: card now or later? Oh, we'll do it later. Okay. Oh, uh, we, have, we have something coming up for our Patreon people that's been helping us out. We do have something for you guys as maybe a gift card, but uh, we'll probably put that on the next show. And uh, we'll talk about that, and we have something for you. So uh, once I get my
0: medical bills pay, paid off, mm-hmm. I'll probably get a either a helicopter or a quad. I'm still in the still in the uh, line with which which purchase I'll be oh. doing there. But yeah. right now it's leaning towards the heli. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, but I know someone I can get a quad off of yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, nice. I it,
1: if I get if I get an interest yeah. there as well.
0: So there you have it. Thanks for joining the
2: show. Thanks everybody for hanging out on Facebook Live and. Uh, you know getting some questions out for Chad, it was fantastic going uh, back in the so time machine. i looking
0: forward to this. I'm so good. Glad time. You make Thanks, it. guys. Yeah, That's awesome.
2: so uh, maybe sometime we'll have you back in, you know, when uh, somebody else does another I'll bridge loop. dive or yeah. something.
5: Let's hope not.
2: So, uh, we'll see everybody <laughs> soon. See you
5: guys. Take care. Thank you.
1: Bye. Bye.